What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO, episode five. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the OK Beast. Blessing, Eddie Oye, a junior. What's up, Greg? Uh, this is the first time I've laid eyes on you today, of course. We haven't, we, it's a small office. Yes. We're running around doing a million things. Yes. This is the first time I'm aware, since you got hired, you're on camera not wearing kind of funny stuff. Yeah, I went through you're the whole box. You're finally over it. You're finally <laughs> Like, as long as I don't have to do laundry. Yeah, no, like, legit, when I, like, my first day here, Joey came through, came to my desk and dropped off a huge box that was full of different kind of funny clothes. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, snap, this is going to carry me, let's see how long. One month? It went one month? a month, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I went through literally all the shirts. Wow. Um, And usually for this show, I want to have some sort of, like, PlayStation gear. Sure. Turns out I only have, like, two PlayStation shirts. Sure. (laughs) And so I had, like, the Seattle one, and then I also had the... Kojima Productions one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's all the PlayStation gear I have, which I was going to compliment you on this shirt because this Thank shirt you. is awesome. If you're an audio listener, I'm wearing a brand new PlayStation shirt. It's from oh, Insert it brand Coins. New? Insert Coins. Or Insert like Coin. It. I'm not, you know, Insert Coin. Yeah. Like the uh, j- 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 PlayStation tracksuit I was wearing during the uh, extra mm. of the street. Wait, was that also new? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the other day, Insert Coin came through with a big old shipment yeah. of stuff for me because I was like, hey, I'd like to wear more, uh, more PlayStation stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm eventually going to start repeating myself, but I want to see how oh, long yeah. I can go on PS I Love You wearing a PlayStation shirt. See, and that was my thing until I realized I have nothing. And so I'm, I'm, I want to step up my own PlayStation yeah. gear, but I got to figure out. Well, let me tell you all about InsertCoin.com. No, I mean, you go, you know, every <laughs> Google that, Insert Coin, they got, they got a bunch of stuff. No, they are not sponsoring. <laughs> so that's enough free publicity for them. Instead, <laughs> uh, let's publicize what we'll be doing today. Today, we're taking your PlayStation 5 questions, talking about PS4 remote play on switch and more because this is psi love you xoxo each and every week blessing and i come together with you to talk about all things playstation if you like that you can head over to kind of funny.com uh, get the shows with everybody they got ads they got all the stuff but you don't want that go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can go there you can ask us questions to be part of the show you can get the show ad free and you can get the show with this exclusive post show however if you have no bucks to toss our way like so many of you did in the month of January. Thank you for being so supportive of our fundraising on our fifth anniversary. You crushed all our milestones. You made the studios a, a, a rousing success. We have so many names to put on the wall. We have so many names to read as Patreon producers today. Uh, if you, though, don't have any bucks to us our way, you can go to YouTube.com slash KindToFunnyGames, RoosterTeeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every Tuesday to get a brand new episode that's really long and rambly about PlayStation. Yeah. Which that's how you want them. That's how you keep writing in. That's how you, you get them. You, you know, go to Patreon. There's a little thing. You can submit your questions. Everybody keeps saying the same stuff. Uh, housekeeping for you. It says to use Epic Esports announcer voice. Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington. Are you ready to get locked and loaded? Andy Nitro Rifle Cortez will be in town February 8th and 9th for the opening day of Overwatch League Season 3. There will be panels, activities, meet and greets, and much more. Buy your tickets now at DallasFuel.com. That was really good. Thank you. Tim Gettys did that one this morning on KFG. Was I better? You guys are comparable. Okay. I might have to edge it toward Tim, even though he had wow. he lost his voice. But Tim put it put his all in it. I was yeah. surprised. Yeah, you know, because I feel like for you, you're you naturally are have, have that have that voice, Thank right? You. Like I expect nothing but the best from you. Sure, but Tim, but I, let you know. I expect nothing. From so see, that's <laughs> you're grading on a curve, and I don't think that's true. fair. It's, you know what I mean? It's true, but still, like the passion that Tim had for it, I felt oh, okay. like I, I 
I was I was blown away. Well, I guess I got you and I do games daily this week. I'll try to wow you when I do that. Okay, please do. Uh, I, Greg Miller, I'm on WWE Backstage Tuesday, uh, the fourth of February. That's Tuesday when this episode posts. You can that's right. Watch me on cable television, Fox Sports One, uh, eleven Eastern, ten Central. I'll be I'll be on Promo School on that episode of WWE Backstage. See if I can embarrass some people with my WWE promo skills. Uh, we're streaming Dreams with Media Molecule this Friday. Twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at 2 p.m. Pacific time. If you miss it, it'll be up on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames later. Uh, remember, Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames keeps the mics on and the lights on. So go there to get your questions on the show and get PSI Love You XOXO ad-free and get exclusive access rewards and more. And you could be one of our Patreon producers. I'm going to take a sip of water because here it is. Oh, yeah. Like I said, January is our fundraising month. Hey, everybody, if you, you come toss us a buck, whatever you can, you know, as we try to fill this thermometer and do all these crazy things, uh, including now the fact that there's going to be at least one pilot episode of an Xbox show. Snowbike Mike, Gary Witta. Cowards, they can't do this. Cave too easy. They think it's so easy. They think they can come in and do this. You, you know, no. They don't know what it's like to be us. But however, here are your Patreon producers for this month. The nanobiologist, Frank Furter, Thalia Floyd, James Hastings, Keith A. Lewis, Evan Ballard, Adam Bankhurst, Ben Wolf, not Wolf, Wolf, uh, David Norridge, L. Bobby, Stephen Insler, Evan M., Sean I., Sancho West Gaming, TJ Meehan, uh, Duval King, Jabu, <laughs> Cody Banks, uh, that was all one name there, Duval King Jabu, <laughs> Cody Banks, Trent Berry, Max Blair, Julian, parentheses, the gluten-free gamer, Jordan Luck, Luik, how would you do that one, you think? L-U-E-K Luek Luek L-U-E-C-K Luek Tom Bach Nano Support Michael Bradley Billy Laporta Iman uh, or I think it's Amon like uh, Damon right Amon Amon Martin uh, Tor Torbanak our friend uh, Jesus Barrio and Mohammed Mohammed two things yeah one the gluten free gamer yeah what a great brand that's a great brand to have, it's yeah. like it, I, we've gotten to a point with the internet and YouTube and social media and it's media rare you see a handle anymore where you're like nailed yeah, it. Yeah, we're like, oh snap, that is a brand right there. Yeah. Gluten free gamer that is a brand. Secondly, I've been distracted for the whole <laughs> for this whole intro portion of the show. Sure. Because I saw I saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like, oh this person's named Jesus. And then I was like, no, it's Jesus. But then I was like, do I know anybody named Jesus? And then I, then I my mind went down this rabbit hole of like why don't more parents name their kids Jesus? Well, I definitely, I mean, we could be wrong. I'm taking a shot with Jesus because mm. I, I mean, we have I done it right. on shows before where I've read Jesus and somebody will write to me like it's Jesus. Wait, really? Same with George with a J, where it's like you'll say Jorge, yeah, they're like no George. I'm like, oh, sorry, okay. It's usually the other way. I play, mm. I play with the you know, yeah. I've had I'm, that too. I'm the worst at pronunciation. Who yeah. knows? I've had, I've had the the Jorge George thing uh, slow too, but yeah, Jesus. Like, I've never met anybody named It's just Jesus. a ballsy thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to name your kid after, like, a sports star. Kobe, whatever. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, whatever. Last name. Like, you get that. Like, that's a lot of pressure, obviously. But maybe it's just a joke. You say, I'm naming my kid Jesus? Like, anything lot, they ever yeah. do, wrong. Because right? I'm really going to live up to this, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, when they start and I say banging. that as my name is Blessing, but still. like. Yeah, but even that, you get away with it. You just get the cute puns. Exactly. You I don't get I mean? compared to... God Almighty. Exactly, exactly. That's fucked up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's messed up. I would just, I would do, if I, if you were going down this track and you're like, I want to do this, my, my compromise, Jen says I want to name the kid Jesus, right? My compromise <laughs> would be, why don't we name them Holy, middle name Spirit Miller? That way it's Holy Miller. And it's like, okay, cool. Again. Oh, okay. Yes. And Holy sounds like It doesn't like sound name. like I'm saying it's God or the Son of God, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, this is just part of the trinity. Yeah. Like their first name's Holy. Exactly. Last, or middle name Spirit. Yeah. Nobody's going to really 
put it together until no, they, they it will. But again, it's just I mean, the rest of their life when they see Jesus, they're gonna be like Jesus, and then, they're, then it's gonna be the other thing. It'll go the opposite way, right? Mm-hmm. Where the name that now escapes me. What's the opposite of Jesus that we've been saying? Jesus. Hey, hey, Seuss, thank you so much. You'd say, hey, Seuss, and like, excuse me, it's actually Jesus. My parents really, you know, they put this on <laughs> yeah. me. Parents had confidence exactly, in, in right? my future. You never know how it's going to go. Uh, today we're brought to you by our sponsors, MeUndies and Manscaped, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's start with what you're playing. Bless. So I've been playing a bit more GTA Online. Talked about this Here we a lot go. last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to go on the, the 15 to 20 minute spiel. Sure, I don't uh, I'm just going to give some updates. I've been doing a lot of what they call the special races okay. in GTA Online. So they have different types of races that you can do, right? Yeah. They have, like, the default regular races where it is, like, you're you're driving around GTA or GTA City. You're driving around San Andreas or, like, Los Santos, right? And it's the default, like, street races. Everybody knows what a street race is, mm-hmm. right? Over the years, they've added different types of races. So they have the transformed races, which are... You're doing a race, but then you go through a checkpoint and you turn into a plane. Yeah, and now I've it's done plane racing. Yeah, 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 and then you go through another checkpoint, and now you are a boat and you're racing as boats on the water. And then you go to a checkpoint as you're arriving on land, and then you turn into a car. Right? Gotcha. Those are pretty fun. They have um, the remote control, like the RC races. The RC cars, right? Yeah. Where you're playing as small RC cars is a pretty fun thing. I don't know when they added that, but I played that last week and I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. Then they have these special races, which are essentially races where you are racing. In, I guess they are called special vehicles, which are vehicles that ha- have special abilities to them. Okay. And so, for example, I did a race last week that was in the Deluxo, which is basically just the DeLorean, which is a flying car. And so you're racing, and then at certain intervals, your car will, will change up, and all of a sudden you're flying in the car, and the race takes the sky that way. Similar to the Transform races, but the the vehicles are specialized, right? And that, that one is a pretty easy one to grasp. There was another one, I forget what the name of the car is, but, and, th- and this is actually one of the things I posted last week of me in a car and I'm driving on a track and I get launched into the water and I'm like, oh no, what's happening? I press X. You become I transfer- a submarine, right? Tra- yeah, 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 yeah. transfer into submarine. I talked about that last week. And then I did another one recently, which is uh, you play as a car where if you press L3, your car jumps, like leaps into the air. And if you press X, your car deploys a parachute. And so there are like you're essentially doing these platform these platforming challenges during a race where you're like hopping over these fences and you're getting launched into the air and then you have to like use your parachute in order to navigate your landing. I in my I guess five no seven years of playing GTA Online you know I never really interacted that much with these races. These races have become some of my favorite things to do in GTA Online. They're super fun. All right. Uh, like honestly, like I wish more there were more wacky racing games. Like I feel like you don't really get those. Like you either get Forza Motorsport or Gran Turismo, or you get like Mario Forza Kart. Horizon or Mario Kart, or like I feel like we have standardized ideas of what racing games are and what yeah. they should be, and we we get those right. But like I haven't, we haven't gotten something like, and this is a weird comparison. I'm, I'm going to make it like something like Diddy Kong Racing, where it is like, there we go. Always oh yeah, back to Donkey Kong it's always back. It is always back to Donkey Kong, but like Diddy Kong Racing, you can like choose your cart or whatever and have a little bit more fun with it. Yeah. I feel like lately, and maybe it's just I haven't been keeping up with racing games that closely, but I feel like we haven't really gotten any crazy, weird racing games, and GTA kind of has that in it. 
right? Like well, you, G- that's the whole thing. Of the power of GTA it has everything in it at this point, right? Yeah, like, you just want to go bowl. <laughs> yeah, like you, you can do whatever. But I thought uh, these special races I thought were were really cool, and they I just started doing them by happenstance because I was like, oh, I want to do some something quick and fun, and I started doing them. Turns out I'm a pretty good driver in GTA. I did not realize that because yeah. I've been killing. We, these that's races. what you said last week, right? That's like your favorite thing to still do is just to drive in that game. That yeah, it's fun to drive in yeah, that I game. just love driving in that game, and I'm. I don't know. I know you build stats the more you do a thing in GTA, and yeah. so like the more you drive, the more your driving stats build. The more you fly, the more your flying stats build. I don't know. If, I don't know if that affects uh, racing. Like if you are in the actual racing events, I don't know if your driving stats affect that. If yeah. so, maybe that's why I'm doing so well. But either way, I'm having a really good time with that. And so again, last week we talked about it, how long you think you'd stick with it. Like you're back under the influence for a little bit. Yeah. Is this continuing? Is it is is it, it as is. rabid as it was I'm, last time? It's not. I mean, it's kind of died down because I think. Pretty much all my friends have dropped off. Even though I have a, a friend or two that I think I can still get back on the on the bandwagon as yeah. long as I'm playing, I can hit them up and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, sure, let's play some." But for the most part, I am not going as hard as I was last week. But I think I'm still on it pretty casually. Okay, I'm still enjoying. Uh, I go to the I go to the casino every day because you get a free wheel spin, and so I do that every single day. And I collect my free chips, and then I also collect my money that I'm making through my nightclub. Yeah. And the thing I did I established last week is I uh, I was raising money to buy an executive office so that I can have multiple businesses going so that I can accumulate money that make way. Make more money. Yeah. Yeah. And so I opened up an executive office, and it was one of those things where I did that. Went to the office to kind of see how I can get things set up. And then I talked to my uh, executive assistant because you, you have an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> she catches you up on everything that's happening yeah, and she, while you're gone. She does. She catches, she catches me up. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is your office. This is what you, what you do. And I go to my laptop in my executive office. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's time to set up my, my businesses or whatever. And the the prompt is like, oh, hey, buy buy a warehouse. And I'm like, what do you mean by warehouse? And then it shows me options for warehouses that are millions of dollars. Sure. And I'm like, Rockstar, you guys are filthy. That's <laughs> like how they do it, right? There's always a carrot. Just a dis- like a disgusting amount of like, we're gonna get all the money out of you. And I'm and I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is gross. I'm gonna raise the money. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna raise exactly. the money because I want I want to get to that point. Because I had I had a best friend DM me and they were like, just so you know, there is a way that you can get to where you are just making money hand over fist. And it takes about 60, 60 hours, but they can get me there. And I almost hit them back like, let's do it. But I can't – I know for a fact I can easily put another 60 hours into this, into this game over the course, course of the next couple months. But I don't want to commit to it. But it's probably sure. going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's my GTA Online update. Well, see, it's, it's funny because I had a similar situation pop up in what I've been playing, right? Mm. Where – so it's, it's going to start where you think it would, but we'll go somewhere different, right? Okay. We'll start with Patapon 2. <laughs> Is that Patapon 2, of course, all the dreams came true last week. It came out. We streamed it. We did all that stuff. And I've been at home playing it. And as I've played it this entire week, I can't figure out how my life is so much different in 2020 Mm -hmm. than it was in 2017. Because in 2017, when Patapon remastered, the first one dropped, right? Mm. I got the code, crushed the game, platinum the game moved on with life right and now granted patapon 2 is a longer game and longer experience than patapon 1 was i knew that coming in but with patapon 2 this time around i just can't play it the way it's meant to be played where Mm. i i have a choice every night when i sit down to play it or day during the weekend i can either be a bad husband or i can be a bad gamer 
uh-huh. and I'm not happy with either one, and there's no, I can't straddle the <laughs> middle like, I line. I can't decide. No, it's, it, it is the worst, Bless, of like, mm-hmm. I'll sit there, and I'm playing on the game screen, so Jen has the main TV or whatever, and I'm playing with one thing off, but it is that thing she will ask me questions, and I'm in the middle of the combination, and I'm in fever mode, and I can't talk to her mm-hmm. you know it's like uh patting your head and rubbing your stomach yeah i can't talk to her and keep up with the beat or put it in and j- because they've done nothing to upgrade pad upon from psp or anything you still can't pause the game mm-hmm. like you can hit the playstation button but that's the same as just admitting you're gonna lose the beat because when you come back in how do you remember where you left off <laughs> yeah and when it's your turn to respond, respond or something so it is this constant balance of jen has said like no just tell me when you're playing or when you want to be left on and it's like I can't do that because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And then when I try to ban- go the other way, I can't do it and be that guy. And then it's like, I think it might maybe just be that I've been, last week was so stressful and tiring that I was like going to bed at a reasonable hour rather than staying up till midnight every night or three, you know, 2 a.m. playing the game. Yeah. It has been ridiculous. Of like, I, as soon as we started, like, not, like we got it, we had it on Monday, right, for the stream. Like, by Tuesday night, I was like, I'm just not going to be the first person to platinum this because I just can't uh, do it. I can't ignore every responsibility in my life to do this. Mm. And so that leads to this weekend of wanting to play it, playing it for a bit. Then, you know, Jen would come back from whatever she was doing or we'd have a conversation or whatever. And then it was this other thing of like, you know, you're doing it. It was Super Bowl Sunday or we running a bunch of errands, getting mm-hmm. ready. And so it was like I had that 45-minute gap of like, all right, cool, like, I'm talking to Jen. I'm having a conversation, but I want to play something, but it can't be p- pat upon. And so then I'm in a holding pattern for everything else that's coming out this year. And this is, I almost tweeted this, mm-hmm. but I felt like it would have been too much of a humble brag dunk kind of thing or whatever. However, we're on PSI Love You XOXO, right? Oh, of we're among friends. Everybody yes. here is a huge fucking dork like us. Of course. I have a couple of embargoed things that are happening pretty imminently mm-hmm. that are so fucking cool, but I can't talk about. But it's that thing that happens all the time where even like, if, let's ignore the embargoed stuff. We're excited for Cyberpunk or Last of Us, whatever, mm-hmm. where you're in the mood for those kind of games. But when those games are closer and you have that window where it's like, I don't want to commit to something else when that's about to happen kind of yeah. thing. And so I'm in this weird spot of, those the two things that aren't announced, or the couple things that aren't announced. I don't want to enumerate it because I'm probably forgetting something or adding something. Mm-hmm. But like the couple things that are awesome and I can't fucking wait for that are so close aren't close enough that I want to go commit any time to doing something to build for them or fill in a game between. So it's like, what can I come back to? And since I can't come back to Pat upon, it finally dawned on me on Sunday of like, oh, DC Universe Online. Of course, <laughs> bless. Like I mean, it's the, I saw this when, it's, I, when I was on my PlayStation. It's I looked the at my parallel, right, like, to your GTA thing, right? Of yeah. like, uh, so if you were unfamiliar, uh, last month was DC Universe Online's ninth anniversary. Oh, wow! And one of the things they did in there is like this is going to be Greek to some people, but stick with me. Is that they basically were giving away uh, combat rating bumps? So basically, like your level in the game, like how good your gear is. Mm. And so, like if you had been a laps player like myself and haven't gone in and put the time in, you could log in and basically get the bump for up to two fifty five combat rating. And I was at like to give you scale, right? As somebody who's platinum it, put nine hundred hours into the game, but hasn't touched it religiously in years, right? Seriously, in years is a better, I guess, answer. I was at like one eleven. That's a huge bump that mm-hmm. unlocks a whole bunch more content, makes me more strong, and all that jazz. And so, I on the last day, or I guess Friday, which was pretty much the last day, of, you know, to get in and get this, I went in and got the. Uh, uh, it was actually because it was the thirty first. I went in and got the stuff that bumps me up, and didn't have time to unpack it at work or whatever, because my inventory is outrageous from nine years of shit that's been dropped on me and things I don't understand anymore and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So with the forty five minutes, I was like. 
Let's get into DC Universe Online because I want to play DC Universe Online. I want to run around and be Taylor Swift as a Green Lantern like I respect her when the Switch version dropped and I got back into it. We had uh, SJ in here to do stuff on stream with us. It's like, let's do that. So I just spent 45 minutes, bless, just in my fucking inventory because that's how outrageous my inventory is in yeah. this game. Because it's like this... It's to the point of I don't know what's important anymore. I don't understand what these things are. But mm. I, I knew I was like, let's just take care of the combat rating stuff, right? So I'm opening the, ch- the, the chests for that that give me the thing to select the pieces. But now I'm overfilled. But as I'm putting on one or two pieces of equipment, I can sell the other pieces I wasn't wearing anymore. And so I started actually knocking it down. And then finally, like, there's all this nth metal floating around. I have all this fucking nth metal. I don't know what, I don't know what any of this is. Mm. But then I was like, went in to investigate artifacts. And keep in mind, Blessing. It was, what, summertime when it dropped on Switch, which got me to turn it back on, which got me to do the stream or whatever. They've changed artifacts since then, even. And so I got in, and I finally figured it out, and I started spending all the nth medals on this uh, artifacts. So I, I've got the inventory beaten down now to an almost good spot. Tonight, I still want to go home and tweak with it more. I still want to delete more stuff while I talk to my wife. But then I think I might be ready to play a mission. Oh, my God. I think I might be ready to go run a mission. That's how it goes, though. Like, GTA Online, I feel like I have a similar thing going on where I'm just, like, I get in there and, well, last night, right, I get back home from the Super Bowl and hit up my friends, like, okay, do you guys, because we talked about playing Apex at the Super Bowl, and I was like, okay, do you guys want to hit up some Apex? And they're like, oh, yeah, cool, let's do it. And I was like, real quick, I got to log into GTA. (laughs) And I got to go to the casino and I got to do the wheel spin. I got to get my chips and then I got to get my money out of of my uh, business so I make sure that it's not filled up so I'm not just wasting time or whatever. And like, I find myself just like, spending time just trying to figure things out as opposed to actually playing the game yeah. which is why i think i've been getting into the special races because it's just one of those things where it's not like the featured mode i'm not making double rp or double money from it i'm just doing it because i'm like it's a thing to do and i'm having fun with it and i'm doing good at it so i'm making good money from it well it's you know somebody wrote in uh to gregway and was talking to me about uh you know why do you think your preferences towards multiplayer games have changed over the years right like i've been a fan since you know 2007 or whatever so yeah. i've seen you go from being the single player guy to playing a lot more online multiplayer stuff and i answered it because i think i do agree and well it's what i said obviously i agree with myself but it was this idea that i said there of like i feel constantly online multiplayer games or games that are multiplayer have evolved from being a mode to being the single player game right like even though the division two right which was my most played game of last year is a multiplayer game I'm when I log on by myself mm-hmm. and run something and do something, I'm getting benefits and I feel yeah, that. Yeah, you're like, making progression. Borderlands is a multiplayer game, but even when I'm waiting for Jen to come play or waiting for somebody else, if I run something and get a gun, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm seeing my guardian rank expand. Right, mm-hmm. like that. I think is the true hook to these games, DC Universe included. Of like, it is that thing of like, wow, look at all this content in these episodes that I haven't played about you know the Teen Titans and all this stuff, and they're getting, they yeah. just announced Birds of Prey content, and it's like, wait, they got the Teen Titans in there? Oh fuck yeah, I oh, voiced man. Superboy in one of the expansions. I've never seen myself in the game because I wasn't powerful enough to play the raid. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is Beast Boy in there? Oh yeah. You want to? You oh, bless, it's not happening. It's not bless, happening. It can't happen. Bless. It can't happen because the call I'm putting out is I need somebody to help me. Who, if, if I best refuse. Friends who I are refuse. playing DC Universe Online want to jump in and show me, explain things to me. Just mm-hmm. party up with me for a little bit. Show me what's going on. We can start a league. Bless. I'll definitely help you through the first thirty <sighs> levels. No, what do you? What do you got to? You gonna go play more GTA? I have well, quite a few games I'm playing actually right now, which is my, which is my thing because like I so you know to wrap up, put a pin in GTA. Yeah. You know I. At a certain point, I was like, I can't 
only pay, play GTA, GTA, <laughs> especially because dude, I'll tell you, like you have to embrace these moments. I know you know them, but I know yeah. that now your job is like literally this all the time. Yeah, embrace these moments where you have choice, where it is like I'm gonna play whatever I want. Yeah, I, I want to play this because like trust like, me, in, in fucking November you do not have time for GTA. If I if, if I did that though, it'd be three to four straight episodes of me only talking about GTA. People which I don't love it. Do. They love this conversation. Yeah, they're here, they're here for the like, shit. even when, even like when when I was doing OKBs, I try to make it a thing to like have something fresh to talk about at least somewhat consistently. Yeah, right. And so uh, that said, maybe stay tuned for next week because I might have another GTA update. But other than GTA Online, I jumped into NBA Two K nineteen. Okay, very randomly, honestly, like it was actually the thing where. You know, last week, it was last Sunday, right, when Kobe, Kobe Bryant passed. Sure. And it was Monday. Well, I was very sad on Sunday, but even Monday, right, like, I, my whole day felt kind of off. You know, every time I kind of thought about that happening, I was like... Are you a big basketball fan? I don't no, know not, okay. not not really. Like, I like basketball fine, but it's sure. one of those things where Kobe Bryant is one of those names that you've kind of, for me, right, I don't remember a time before Kobe Bryant was a basketball player, True. right? As far as I can remember, Kobe Bryant's been in basketball. Uh, and he's kind of just been a public figure, you know, forever. And one of the, as one of the biggest basketball, basketball stars, you know, you kind of, you kind of see him, uh, around. And so for me, like, it was kind of, it was, it was kind of a weird thing because him dying the way he died. I was like, it, it felt so senseless and so crazy sure. uh, the way it went down to where I was on Monday, I was like having difficulty with it. And I was like, man, maybe I'll just play some 2k since it's, it's on my brain. And in high school and college, I played a whole bunch of 2K, really enjoyed 2K, and I kind of haven't gone back to 2K a lot because I don't feel like 2K has really changed that much over the years, and sure. so I've not really felt like I had a reason. Plus, I don't have friends that play 2K. Full stop. Then you stop yeah, now. I don't have friends at all. <laughs> but no, like, after I, I played 2K a lot when I lived in Illinois, moved to Seattle, didn't have Seattle friends that were super into 2K, so I stopped playing 2K. Yeah. Uh, hopped into a match on Monday just as, like, a thing to be like, you know what, man, let me, let me just embrace it. Let me just play 2K, have some fun. And so I played as the all-time Lakers, which is, like, you know, all the best oh, Laker yeah. players in their primes, right? So I'm, like, Kobe, Shaq. Um, Kareem Rush. Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain? Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Um, Kareem Rush. Yeah. Is that... Magic. Magic was no, on no, there. Kareem Rush. Who's wait? Who's Mizuzone? M I Z. Come on. Oh, Kareem okay. Rush. I was like, wait. <laughs> he was not. He's not on the best of the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, for a second, I was like, I recognize that name, but then I realized I was thinking of Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, Abdul Jabbar, yeah. who's not on the Lakers, right? He I don't know much there. about. Yeah, he was. He, oh, no, Kareem was. Yeah, yeah. He oh, okay. And he's yeah. writing books now. Somebody's telling me. Kareem Abdul Jabbar does a lot of shit. We gotta get him on the show, man. Ambassador for something. Yeah, let's get him on the show. If we bring him on, cool friends, we talk to him. Sure. Okay. Random aside, real quick. Did any of y'all order a pizza? No, no. We just had a giant pizza delivered to us. I was. I thought you came in to talk about Kobe. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, you're Kobe. You're I was like, oh, we're to talk about Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. I mean, I can talk about Kobe too. But yeah, there was just a random. I was like, maybe they ordered lunch, but I don't think it was you guys. Yeah. No. Is, well, there's no. You didn't have to sign for anything. Cool Greg said they walked up and they were like, "Hey, man, I'm double parked. I gotta go." And he just dropped off <laughs> this giant New York style pizza, and it looks very cold. <laughs> okay. Heads up, guys! Don't send food to the office. Yeah, <laughs> it's very nice, but we won't eat it. Yeah. Well, somebody will probably. But we won't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I played All Star Lakers versus All Star Bulls, um, or All Time Bulls. Sure. And you know, played the match and had had a pretty good time. Turns out, Michael Jordan in his prime is a very good basketball player. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and so I lost. But it was it was it was one of those things that. where I went in. I love that you come <laughs> in. I'm like, I'm gonna honor Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Just get destroyed. And just got doors blown done off. in. Freaking Derrick Rose was shooting threes. It was wild. But it's as bad as the time where uh, when Sting came to visit IGN, 
we were doing all his content with him, and mm-hmm. it was like in Sting the Wrestler. Uh, it was like, all right, cool, let's uh, do a WWE 2K whatever year that was match. And I was like, oh, people always want to see you fight the Undertaker, so I'll do that. And it, I was like, <laughs> I haven't played WWE recently at all, but uh, and I just got I, destroyed. He got taken apart by the Undertaker. He's like, why are why are you doing this? Yeah, no, <laughs> I was like halfway through the match, I was like, man, what a way to honor Kobe's legacy is just by <laughs> getting destroyed by Mike by Jordan. But it was thirty on you. Yeah, it was still like a fun thing to do is to sure. uh, go back and play. Uh, you know, it was NBA 2K19 that I played yeah. because I don't have 2K20. But you know, it was still it was still a fun experience. So I did that, and then uh, I had a decision to make. Oh, here we go. Because like you sent me a code for Patapon too. I did, and I was like, no pressure. You said you want to try. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I and I thought about it because I wanted to have something like somewhat PlayStation related or somewhat ex- like something that's not GTA or NBA 2K to actually play, so I can talk about on the show. Yeah. And you know, I looked at Patapon, and then I looked. At a different icon that I had sitting on my PlayStation. I was looking at Bloodborne. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I said on the show that I want to try out uh, some of the PlayStation exclusives that I'd missed. Right. You know, not that I hadn't really played much PlayStation exclusives that I have, but like I wanted to kind of build out that knowledge more to make sure I have like somewhat of an, maybe not encyclopedic, but somewhat of, well, of a well rounded knowledge of PlayStation. So I was like, you know what, man? Let me jump into Bloodborne and see how I go, see how this goes. Because I've tried Bloodborne before. I've it's it's been one of those things where I'll jump into it and then I got to I believe the area is Central Yarnum, which is like one of the opening areas of the game. Sure. And I could not get past that area. I would spend hours and hours trying to get past that area and I couldn't. So I texted my friend Maria and I was like, Hey Maria, can you talk me through this or can you help me out? And she was like, Oh yeah, if you get insight, then we can do co op and I will just have to talk you up to this area so you can then get insight so we can do co op. And so I was like, Cool, let's do that. And so we did this, I think it was like Thursday or Friday where we did this, and uh, she got me up to um, the Cleric Beast, which is like the first, I guess not boss, but sub-boss or mini-boss. I remember that name. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a boss. Turns out, just Just a guy with with the big health bar. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got to the Cleric Beast and fought the Cleric Beast, and I actually got their health down halfway before I died the first uh, time. I remember this too. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that was like a pretty good, pretty good run. And I think after I died, I then got insight, and then we try to we try to do co op, couldn't make it work for some reason, and so we were just like, oh whatever, we'll play some GTA. But then like the next day, I think it was Friday or Saturday, I started to to feel an itch. Oh, the itch! <laughs> yeah, I started feeling an itch, and I was like, maybe I'm gonna go back and try to beat the cleric beast because after getting their health down to half the first yeah. time, I was like, I could do this easily. Like I got his health down to half. I could do this. And I went back. First try, going back, beat the Cleric Beast. Nice. And I was like, I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> and so from there, I kept playing because I, I was kind of feeling the flow of it. And I was kind of kind of digging the feeling of it. Yeah. Because as I was playing, when, when Maria was talking me through, I was like, all right, this is a very, I feel very anxious. And I'm feeling a feeling of dread that I've not felt playing a video game where I am scared of everything in this game everything yeah. in this game wants to kill me and everything in this game is just stronger than me and i don't like this feeling like at the moment i didn't like the feeling but the next day i kind of wanted to chase it again for some sure, reason yeah, like yeah. it was a drug or something and so i started playing it again ended up playing up until father gascoin 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 i'm not gonna be able to, to pronunciate it but like i i played essentially all day saturday to get to him and then i played maybe four more four more hours just fighting father gascon over and over and over again i lost maybe 15 times until i beat him wow 
Uh, and I beat him, and I, then I played some in the next area. But essentially, I've played... Basically, I've, I've beaten the first Bloodborne boss, and now I'm in Old Yarnum, which is, like, a couple areas further. And I've been playing this game for maybe 15... I'm going to say 15 hours. Sure. And I think I'm addicted to it. Wow, like, it, I, it worked. I think, Yeah, I think I'm in. Uh, it's... It's not as hard as I feel like I had been led to believe from sure. hearing people talk about it and seeing people play it. And even from like that first area and trying to get past it and trying to get used to it. I think it's just one of those things it's one of those things where once you get into the flow of it and start to understand what the game is asking of you, it's difficult for sure, but it's it's more about understanding like the animations it's and a the mindset, mechanics. right? Yeah, like, like it's a mindset. So many people on Souls games and Bloodborne and Jedi Fallen Order want to go in there and just pound. They just want to pound away <laughs> yeah. stuff, dodge out of the way. Kind of how I play Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, Odyssey, which I love and adore, where mm-hmm. it was very much like dash around everybody. Like, you know, I never even parried. I just dashed around everybody's back, slash, 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 back in like that kind of weird attack thing. They want you to think this through in these games, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, it's one of those things where, you know, when I was playing on Friday, right, and I felt anxiety and it felt dread for just being in that world or surrounded by all these strong creatures and being like man i don't want to touch anything because if i die i'm gonna lose all my blood echoes i'm gonna be be pissed yeah it was one of those things where i think i realized that i really like when games make me feel powerful right that's why i love i love hack and slash games that are more of the character action games i love devil may cry i love near automata i love i love when i can hack at stuff and just take out things and not have that fear of like oh i can die at any second you know i love that feeling of power you know And playing Bloodborne, they strip that away from you completely, but that then changes it to almost like a mixture between something like like something like Devil May Cry, but also something like Resident Evil, where it is like it playing this game has, has reminded me a lot of Resident Evil 2, where at every moment I'm like, I'm scared of whatever might be behind that door, whether it is a a, a zombie sure. or it's a liquor or it's Mr. X or whatever the creature might be. But you still keep going because you want to. You kind of want to see what's behind that next door. You want to get to the next typewriter, yeah. or in this case, I want to get to the next lamp in Bloodborne. And Bloodborne asks it asks quite a bit of you, but I feel like in no, so far at no point have, have I felt like it asks too much. Sure, right? Like it's just asking you to kind of get to the next lamp or like beat the next boss. And it's been an, it's been an interesting play for me because I never really thought I'd get into one of these games. There's something about Bloodborne that is keeping me in. Also, like, Fighting Father Gascoigne, I kind of realized how similar it kind of felt to a fighting game for me. And I really like fighting games. I like games like Tekken. I like Dragon Ball Fighters. I talk about Dragon Ball Z fighting games all the time. Yep. Um, I hear it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Soul Calibur, right? Like, I I have I have a love for, for fighting games because of how purely mechanical they are and how, like, that, that feeling of, one, of a one-on-one fight and you don't know which way it's going to go. Bloodborne, I feel like, channels that same feeling for me in a way to where I was like, this is translating, along with like me having to play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I think also helped me get into that mindset of getting to the next meditation point. Yep. Like that kind of settled into me, along with like playing God of War in twenty eighteen. Like I feel like there have been enough games that I've played uh, between a lot of games that have come out over the last two years that have kind of set me up to to get into Bloodborne and be willing to go through the challenge. And yeah, well, I think I'm that's really the, enjoying it. And you talk about Souls, right? And you talk about Bloodborne. I think that's they were such a movement. And they caught people so off guard that as we've seen games come out now and release modernly, right, and contemporarily, and see them take elements from those games, mm. that now that to go back to them with a more, okay, yeah. I see what this is because I understand because a game that was inspired by it, I did play and enjoyed. Yeah. Now I understand what it is. Exactly. And so that's kind of been my story of Bloodborne. I plan to keep playing it because I am, like, at the point, I am addicted to it. 
like i was playing it at the office and i was i was i asked you like oh what time do you start you know ps i love you and you're like oh we started at three instead of two and i was like perfect like, perfect yeah, yeah i get to like try, try again and i'm at a point right now i'm in old yarnum and it's kicking my ass uh, I'm not going to say why, because I don't know like what constitutes a spoiler or not, because sure. the game's not really story-heavy, and I think it's more about the moments and, and all that stuff and the discovery. Yeah. But I'm at a point where I'm like, I've played this area, and I've explored this area a lot, and you know, I ran into two different enemies in a row that are you know, powerful. And I've beaten the first one, but then I get to the second one, and the second one kills me, and then I get pissed off because I had like 15,000 Blood Echoes, which... Blood Echoes are like the experience points you're collecting along the way that you can then use to spend on upgrading or you can spend on, uh, you know, we're fixing your weapons or whatever it is, which I didn't realize this game had wep- weapon degradation <laughs> playing this game, which is what, which was like a huge level of like, I hate weapon degradation in games, but, you know, like it was it's part of the difficulty. But um, yeah, like <laughs> there's something about it, man. There's That's something awesome. about it that, that, I'm, that I'm digging. But yeah, Bloodborne. Okay. So you're, you're on That's, that train now too. Addicted to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that do for you then in terms of hype, if any, for this supposed that Blue Points game for PlayStation Five is a what, a remaster re, what of Demon Souls? Yeah. I don't necessarily have the desire to play Dark Souls or any other Souls game. Mm-hmm. I think and we'll see how I feel by the time I finish it, because I might want to chase the high again. But yeah. I do like Blood like I've always wanted to play Bloodborne specifically out of any Souls game because I like the style and setting of it. Like yeah. there's something that is very creepy and very like like the the old gothic yeah that gothic style style that kind of speaks to me just visually and aesthetically and in terms of how they set the vibe with that stuff i'm like yeah like i really enjoy how creepy and weird this is in the way that like looking at sekiro like i tried out sekiro and i fell off of it because i thought it was too hard but you know i don't think this the setting of something like sekiro would speak to me or demon souls but i you know i i could end up going after it if i beat bloodborne and i'm like i want more of this yeah we'll sure, see sure now what's it going to take for me to get you to try dc universe online oh god just get on there and make a character just get on there and make a character and play with me it's fun Have it's just too it's what too much told, of an ask i told you what it isn't it's, it's a free just, to play game just yeah, turn but, it on tonight and see i mean but i don't want to i i don't want to have something that i want to put another hundred hours into i this probably won't be that just get on there and make a character and see you know what i mean let me come play taylor swift there helping you out you know doing some stuff beating up some monkeys i'll, I'll think about it it's one of the first things you do you know you beat up a monkey time. oh yeah gr- they got a, they, in metropolis they're all getting turned into gorillas so you gotta go out there and fight them or whatever what's ha- what, what's happening that's, i mean that's pretty classic <laughs> dc line I'm what's happening in metropolis you know I mean? come on they turn them into gorillas in a classic yeah, gorilla DC grods out there ultra human gorilla grod is the one turning okay i I know him from Flash. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Don't you want to live these storylines? I mean, not really. Just do the opening mission. Make your I character. Think I think I've done the opening mission. But they've really revamped it since you probably did it last. Unless you okay. did the Switch version. No, I did it on PS3 forever. Oh, yeah. no, I did And then here, that's the other thing, too, buddy. Remember, the trophy lists, they are two different trophy lists. But when you turn one on, they sync the other ones. Which, as I'm noticing here, I'm 10, sh- I'm 10 short on the PS3 version. So I need to download it to my PS3 and turn that on so I'll get those trophies that I got on PS4 since I said goodbye to the PS3. You know what I mean? That's the big part there. Not to mention, 123 trophies in the game now. Wow. Nine years of trophies. That's a Don't lot Don't you want to get in and get some of them? No, <laughs> not at all. Greg, what have you been playing? That's it. I've, t- I've run through my things. Patapon, oh, okay. DC Universe Online, but I have been playing a PSN game. But before that, if, you're, if you want to run me through some DC Universe Online stuff, you want to make a DC Universe League... I'll make it. or Well, you know what I mean. I'll come join you, but if we have enough people who want to do it on PS I Love You, uh, go ahead. Uh, tweet at me, at Game Over Greg. You'll put it on the subreddit, yeah. and I'll get, it, I'll get on it. Also, here we go. If, you're playing, if you play GTA Online, and you want to get on some heists, I might be looking for some heist partners. 
We should make f- subreddit threads after this. That'll be easy. Yeah, that'll probably be. Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna make a, th- a subreddit f- thread. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm part. Of, I'm part of the kind of funny squad, which which is a crew in GTA Online. And so, and I'm like ranked a kingpin. You know, not to brag, but I'm oh I'm, I'm, I'm 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 high up. I'm high up in that squad. All right. Also, if you run the kind of funny squad, I think it's Mako Soul or somebody who Mako Soul. I think yeah. Mako Soul. You you know you know Mako Soul. I know the name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mako Soul. I, was, I think we I, might have played with him back in the day. I don't remember. Yeah, I think I played with Mako Soul back in the day because I got into it. Like I, I joined the crew in like 2015. But somebody, I think Mako Soul is a higher up there. If you don't play anymore, just feel free to make it me because I'm I'm down. I'm uh, down that's I'm, the worst. <laughs> I feel bad with that too. Like the, the kind of funny things I've started. Yeah. I'm like the moderator, like I think Division Two, I'm in charge. Yeah. I if think I made some lieutenants. If you're the it. moderator, yeah, feel free because I can run it because I'm in it now. Okay. But all right, we'll yeah. make some subreddit threads. Remember Reddit.com/r/slash kind of funny. You can go there. We'll make a GTA one and a DC one after this to figure this all out. Uh, however, you ask me what else I've been playing. That means we're moving to the next segment of the show. 104 PSN games ranked. Uh, remember, each and every week we read through the drop on the blog and pick a different PSN game to play. Next week we report back and rank the games on one ridiculous list. The rules are simple: we can't pick the same game, we can't pick something that's AAA, and it shouldn't be something we were going to play anyway. Currently, the list looks like this: number one, Darwin Project; number two, Foxyland. And two, number three, Earth Knight, number four, Graveyard Keeper, number five, Eclipse, Edge of Light, and number six, Brain Breaker. Uh, this week I had it came from space and ate our brains. Kevin, if you click on that hyperlink, you can go to a trailer to play over while I talk about it. Ooh, I'm really um, curious about this one. This one looked cool. It did, and it is. It's not this is another hey man. All right. Mm-hmm. It's I don't I so to give you the basics of it, if you're not gonna see it, it's a twin stick shooter, four player multiplayer. Uh, you run through and shoot these aliens that come at you, right? It's got that, you know, uh, what I think it's three quarter top down view or whatever, so it's not uh-huh. strictly top down. You have a little bit of uh, real estate as you go running through it. Um, it is fun, it is good, it wore out its welcome, I think, with me a bit. Okay, and I think. Part of the problem, and I'm using problem in air quotes now that I've said it in air quotes. Yeah, you see it here. Um, is the fact that I played it solo. It, it, oh. it, it, it's four players, local only. Oh. So I think if you and I had been playing it, if I had a giant room full of people playing it, mm-hmm. it might have been different. But as a solo player, I you know it didn't. Once you played through the first, there's it's campaign. It's got a mul- it's got multiple levels in multiple different areas in it. Uh, I like the art style. It's it's this simplistic. If you're not watching, uh, black and white with then the aliens themselves being uh, pink for the most part. Your weapons having different effects, different power ups, littering the ground as you get it. Mm. All that is cool and good, but when I finished the one campaign level, it was like, oh, okay, it never ramped up. It never changed what it was going to be. And then jumping into the next camp le- campaign level, while a different setting, mm. it was okay. This is still very much the same thing of fighting through the – you fight through the level. It's in multiple parts. You fight through the level. You get to a safe room, very left for dead-like or dead nation. Uh, that is now your checkpoint. You move to – you try to get to the next one, and you checkpoint that way until you get to the end and have, like, a giant alien egg to fight. Okay. Again, it's interesting. I was enjoying it. I played on medium. It wasn't that I was didn't feel challenged. It was, you know, like, oh, how do I get through this and not get hit or and do these different things? The power-ups are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the uh, weapon system of it where you start with a pistol as you're killing things and then getting the, like, uh, gold blo- uh, gold uh, p- power-up pickups. Mm-hmm. You're getting money, and then you can then spend that money in your weapon wheel to either upgrade your weapon or buy a different weapon, get a shotgun, a laser, whatever you want, and then those have multiple tiers as well. So you, I, what, what I was doing on top of wanting to get the trophy for it but investing every round in one weapon to max it out to have the best version of that weapon and then run through and kill stuff Mm -hmm. and so again it was fun there's on top uh, there's campaign and then there is a survival which is just going and it's not 
it's weird because I thought survival. Oh, it's gonna go forever. No, there's a, there's a cutoff to survival mode, and so like you can kind of do if you, it doesn't make any sense because there's really no reward for it. But if you wanted to worry about high scores, like if you know if we really loved this game and I was gonna do it and then pass the controller to you based on combos for how many people you're killing in a row and doing stuff, you'd have it. But that's not really the drive of the game. So it's this completely competent, uh, well done twin stick shooter in terms of mechanics, but. I just it's like bubble gum where yeah. like by, I, by the time you got to the level I was already tired of chewing it. Where that I was makes like, sense. All right, cool. And again, maybe if we were at a party and something, but even playing it, I was like, and I don't, and I know this is reductive for sure, but it's like I'd rather play Dead Nation. Yeah, right? I was gonna say, I'd is that a game you would choose to play at a party? Or? Yeah, no, I don't. And that's the thing is, I don't think it has. It doesn't have bells and whistles on it that way that I think makes it stand out of the pack of any other mm-hmm. twin stick shooter you could choose and play. All right. But it's well done. It's solid. Like it's not like it's a bad game at all. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So I played Music Racer. Okay. So this game looks absolutely stunning, right? We talked, we looked, we looked at it last week, and I think we were pretty impressed. Yeah, by I was the very presentation, impressed with how this right? Out. It looks beautiful. It's neon colors. Uh, you're, it's a, it's a rhythm game where you're playing in a car and you are switching between lanes, and you are trying to capture the beats that are placed on each lane. It's a very simple game, um, but yeah, it looks visually stunning. Literally every single, every single other thing about the game, I think, is kind of bad. Really? Like, yeah, it's one of those cases of don't judge a book by its cover oh, where it presents so well it looks yeah looking great. this right now right this look i, I can yeah. you know it looks so much fun because you're racing around what it's like a note highway but you're so is it on tracks is that what's yes, happening it's on tracks okay. right and so you're switching between lanes right you can there's usually three to five lanes that you're switching between and you are collecting beats to the music gotcha the thing is it feels like a rhythm game that was made by somebody who has absolutely no rhythm oh, to where you see I'll how you, you see how the player is collecting beats right here yeah you would think that lines up with the music. It does not at all. Huh. Like it, it it's almost as if the music doesn't matter and they place the beats just scatteredly and they're wow. like, Oh, we're just gonna place these however and or maybe like my guess is to what they did is I think maybe every single song on the soundtrack has the same BPM and they uh, because you can choose a track and then you choose your song, and so and when I say track, like the level you play, sure. you choose a level and then your you, raceway. Choo- you choose a song, right? And I was trying to figure out in my mind like how do they make that happen if there are different raceways that form different ways but then you can choose your song and so i think like for each raceway i think they keep the same bpm for each song and then place place the placements based on bpm but that didn't translate to the songs because it feels like there is no correlation to the music and the beats you're collecting and so that was pretty much a bummer because it that means it's not a rhythm game it is just like a capture the beats game um so that was a bummer. The there's no sound effects in the game whatsoever, aside mm-hmm. from the music. It's just the music. And so when you are capturing the beats, like when you think of something like Beat Saber, right? And you're playing and you are smashing the beats to the music. There is a certain feedback that that gives that feels cool. Even in Guitar Hero, when you miss a beat that is reflected in the music, yeah. they have they have a thing where if you hit a wall, the music will turn down a little bit. But there's not really any sort of sound effect in the game outside of the music. And so you don't have that feedback of like, oh yeah, I'm getting a beat. And you can tell that the way the beats kind of hit with the music that i am doing a good job or, or i'm doing a bad job there is no there is none of that type of feedback uh which is unfortunate uh let's see here i, I took notes because i was like there are a list of You're things that, that, that I, i'm not feeling but um the music selection itself is nothing special like yeah. it's all edm and i really like edm in this the music itself you know none of it was bad like it was all the music was fine it's just nothing stood out you know there's nothing memorable there uh there's no pre- previewing a music track before you select it, and so you're essentially you essentially look at the name of a track, click it, hoping it's, hoping it's the track you want, or maybe you're like I want to you know just do a new track, but 
you can't preview music, which is the weirdest thing yeah. as a as a rhythm game. So that's unfortunate. It's hard to keep track of upcoming beats because the field field of view is so bad. You are zoomed into your car essentially, and so with the way the ways in which the levels twist and turn, you'll be like coming up a hill, and you'll have beats coming at you, and you won't know which lane they're coming at because you're you're going so fast, and your field of view isn't that great, and so you'll just miss beats because one, there's no rhythm; two, you can't really see them coming, and even you can change the field of view. Even when I when I zoomed it all the way out, it was still an issue. Um, and then there's no fail state. Uh, there's no leaderboard. There's no real sense of progression. It sounds like, bare bones as hell. It man. is very bare bones. And it's it started off as a mobile game, I believe. Like it's The game's on Android and probably iOS. And <clears throat> it's like $1 there. And so I, as a $1 Android game yeah. that you're playing casually, that you're just like, let me just mess around with the thing, it might play better. How much is it here? seven dollars yeah 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 which isn't like too bad yeah but but i mean compared like right if it's not adding something from the phone version of it outside of controller support well i guess controller support probably on most of those yeah so overall like playing this game it's weird because it feels like somebody who went to school for visual design and ui was like and and nailed it was like okay i'm gonna make a game with no other game design experience that kind of that's kind of what it feels like playing this game interesting so it it was a bummer Damn, dude, that sucks. That, yeah, yeah, that one I thought looked awesome, and I wanted to wanted to play if it was good. Yeah, and it's not painful to play. Like that's sure, the, but it just sounds like it's like missing all these obvious yeah, things. It's, right? it's missing all these obvious things, and I definitely wouldn't get it for seven bucks. Yeah. One dollar on Android as a thing to mess around with, I think is I th- I think is fine. Yeah, especially if you if you don't go into expecting like, oh yeah, this is me a dope rhythm game. Go into expecting that you're going to mess around with it with a thing maybe have a laid back experience with it the music is fine enough to like maybe make it worth like being like a zen experience but definitely like nothing worth being intensely into also i think it's an easy platinum <laughs> and so Wait, that, whoa, 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 no, hold that, on a second that might that hold might on. be now you got me now you have my attention you you buried the lead on this one i hold did on. bury the lead on that going to ps because i think i saw trophy. i think it was like 10 percent of people had the platinum or something like that hold on, don't get me too hyped all right because i'm <laughs> getting burned out on this one right <coughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're opening up on playstationtrophies.org but that here. might have been the day it came out though and so i don't know how percentages tend to sure 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 change i'm looking dip. at the poll here for estimated time to platinum zero to five hours is what one person has said all right platinum difficulty rating rating everybody's saying very easy quickest way to platinum there's a post doesn't look like anybody's set oh it's super, hold on. oh here you go yeah okay so the quickest way to platinum this is from alan morton mm-hmm. over on the playstation trophies.org or playstation trophies.org step one play the game play the game till you have the one two three star trophies step two play the game till you have 10k in credit step three you need a USB stick on PS Pl- and what? PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Once you have the 10K in coins from playing the game, back up your save to PS Play- PlayStation Network. Uh, or he's, he's talking about PlayStation Plus. Uh, cloud storage mm. or a USB stick. Then buy the things to trigger your trophies to your heart's content. Then restore your save and buy the oh. next thing you need for trophies. Repeat till the platinum is done. That makes sense because the way in which you get, you get trophies whenever you buy a level yep. using the beats you've collected or buy a vehicle. And so, yeah, I think the most expensive thing is probably 10000 of the currency. Which How hard is it to beats. get that? Uh, 10000 So by the time I finished a level, I probably had like 300 400 okay. And so to get 10000 might take, yeah, maybe like five hours. <laughs> right? That person said five hours. Well, that was well, one vote on the thing. I thought it was, yeah. Maybe Damn. like, 
could be like two to three hours. It's definitely going to take more than like 30 minutes. Lame. Yeah. No, thank you. So, I'm, not, I'm not in the mood to play this for five hours. An easy platinum, not a quick platinum. Yeah, no, no I don't need that. I'm not about that life. Yeah. I'm about the quick and dirty. You know what I oh, mean? I, I feel get you. It and get it dirty. You do feel me. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, so man. Uh, so, bless. It's time to rank, right? Yes. Again, Darwin Project number one, Foxyland number two, Earth Knight number three, Graveyard Keeper number four, uh, number five, Eclipse Edge of Light, and then number six, Brain Breaker. Where do you want to put Music Racer? So I know for sure I put it under Graveyard Keeper, but I, I want to know, I want to gauge your thoughts on whether or not it goes below Eclipse Edge of Light or above it, because I wouldn't... P- yeah, you didn't play it. That's, that's, that's yeah. always an And I definitely one. wouldn't put it under Brain Breaker. Yeah, no, Brain Breaker is going to be number six for a while. Yeah. Uh, or, or last place last for a while. A while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a great question. Huh. Did you have fun playing this at any point, Music Racer? <sighs> See, I think it goes below. Below? Because okay. Eclipse, again, where I was like, oh, well, it's like, you know, it's just not, and I don't mean in a negative sense, but a walking simulator, and mm-hmm. I'm throwing the thing. It was still cool to, like, jetpack around and make the platform and land on the platform and have a few puzzles. Like, what? Oh, okay, that's what I do. Yeah. And, like, at certain, at certain points, we'll say I did find it a bit pleasant. The, the having the music and the visuals <laughs> like the way the ways in which like you know the neon and cool like sure. weird visuals really really cool and so that mixed with the fine edm music at a at certain point fine. <laughs> this is some fine edm music <laughs> the fine edm music at certain points i was like this is, this is pleasant even though this game is bad but see I, the game for eclipse of the game was never bad okay it was yeah. always like all right this is just moving around and stuff and i'm mm-hmm. it's cool and i'm in vr or whatever yeah, put it under put it under Eclipse then. Okay. In that case. And so I'm in a similar place where I think Foxyland Two is a better game than it came from Space and Ate Our Brains. Hmm. I think that they're like we talked about it. Foxyland Two, blatant ripoff of Super Mario. Yeah. Right? But I mean, or Super Mario World even. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Exactly. Um, but it's still a lot of fun to play. And if you really if you're into just a platforming challenge and looking for coins and doing that stuff, like I think it does its job really well. Hmm. So then the next question would be: Is it came from Space and Ate Our Brains better than Earth Knight? And that's something you'd speak to, I think. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question, right? Because I, 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 I liked how uh, it came from space looks, yeah. right? The same way that I liked how Earth Knight looks. Granted, I might, I might edge the art direction of Earth Knight over it came from space, but I would say so too. Yeah. It still sounds like you enjoyed actually playing it came from space more than i enjoyed playing earth night there was a moment right when i was like oh man i have the 30 minutes before i have to do my next thing right yeah. what am i gonna do and when i or 40 minutes when i started dc and i did see it came from space sell my thing and i thought i could but and i was like ah you know i'm not gonna it's yeah i'm no i've seen this game like i don't need to see more of it do because mm. i'm trying to think of like i've i've had earth night on my ps4 dashboard for the last week and I've never had like the inkling to go back. See, to I, th- it. I if somebody was like out in our house, like what's this? I'm like, oh, let's try it and play it. Like I, I think, like again, bubblegum. I think it's gonna wear off after a bit. But I would still say that Earth or uh, uh, it came from Space and our Brains is like fun and yeah. If, yeah. You, if that sounds appealing, you want to do it. Yeah. I honestly, I'd probably put it over Earth Knight. All right. Because even I, because I like, I like platformers. I love platformers. I should say, and I really like the roguelites that get me. Yeah. And Earth Knight. It's both those things, and it didn't necessarily get me. All right. So, so at the end here of week five of our uh, 104 PSN games, the ranking is Darwin Project, Foxyland 2. Number three, it came from Space and Ate Our Brains. Number four, Earth Knight. Number five, Graveyard Keeper. Number six, Eclipse, Edge of Light. Number seven, Music Racer. Number eight, Brain Breaker. There we go. Good yeah. work. You ready to pick uh, this week's poison? 
No, not at all. <laughs> did you look already? Uh, no, I've not looked yet. Okay, I was going to say, I, I, of course, prepped the show and did look, and oof, it's, uh, we'll see how this it's goes. Uh, so, we're, of course, go to the PlayStation blog where our friends from the PlayStation uh, blogcast put it up. Uh, today, Justin's got this one. Uh, the first game he's got on here is 000 Plus, which oh is my. on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita, digital cross-buy. <laughs> Navigate past 100 challenging levels to find out if you are the master of one-bit platforming. Zero, 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 zero is a unique one-bit lo-fi platformer that sets to challenge players in a plethora of levels. That will require skill and careful maneuvering. Dodge, shoot, and jump your way through randomly selected levels as you progress or die. This seems like a scheme to get to like the top of the alphabetical listing 100%. of PSN games. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Kevin, if you have time, I'd love to see what that actually looks like. Uh, next is 7th Sector. This is out on the 5th on PlayStation 4. Uh, welcome to the 7th Sector. Set in a mysterious cyberpunk world, immerse yourself. Uh, nope. Um, no, immerse yourself on this intricate path, solving different <laughs> puzzles, facing its dangers, and collecting scattered information to discover the story of this world. Hmm. Uh, next is Ash of God's Redemption. Uh, play, this is out on the 3rd uh, digital. Ash of Gods is a tactical turn-based RPG with a non-linear storyline about three heroes facing an ancient mythical evil. Uh, the mysterious Reapers have returned to drown the world in blood and reawaken the slumbering gods. Next is Car X Drift Racing Online, oh, PlayStation 4. Uh, Car X Drift Racing Online is your chance to immer- immerse yourself in the real world of drifting. Get together with friends, tune your cars, and burn some tires. Then the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance what? Tactics. What? <laughs> What? You know this one? No. Well, Dark Crystal. That's like the puppet thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, lead a fledgling resistance of Gelfling against their op- oppressive overlords, uh, the Skeskis, the Skeksis, uh, across more than 50 unique turn-based tactics RPG battles. Recruit and customize your ally, new allies by assigning them jobs, modifying their abilities, and outfitting them with equipment to ensure victory. Then it's Dawn of Fear. Uh, when Alex returns to his childhood home after a tragedy, what he finds is a world of madness and cruelty from which he does not know if he can escape. Help Alex survive by using logic to solve puzzles, manage your ammo, and avoid being dragged to the, by the horror that permeates the house. Do you dare? I'm not feeling good about these selections so far. <laughs> Just a phrase by Poggy. 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 This is PlayStation 4 and Vita. Uh, Just a phrase is a hangman-style word game with a twist. One word in every phrase has been replaced by a homonym uh, to make it tougher to deduce. Homophone. My apologies. Homophone. Uh, Homophone. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what that is. Homophone. It sounds the same, right, Kevin? Homophone? All right. Uh, To make it tougher to deduce. The new phrases sound familiar when read aloud, but have humorous or surreal new meanings. Oh. Uh And then Monster Energy Supercross, (laughs) the official video game number three. (laughs) The only official Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship video game is back. Relive the 2019 season with 100 riders of both 450. It's a racing stuff. Uh, then it's Nerved, PS4 Digital. Nerved is a first-person horror game about a paranormal investigator couple and their latest adventure in Bitterwood Forest. This last case that they have chosen to pers- persuade will deliver a channel, no, charnel impact on the couple's fate, both personally and professionally. <laughs> I'm dog-earing that one. I like that one. Uh, next is Panda Ball. On a tropical island in the middle of nowhere, the world of pa- pa- Pamuria exists. With an array of different environments and no immediate danger, life on Pamuria is perfect. But when, that, when life is that peaceful and perfect, a sense of boredom eventually begins to build up. Kevin. Dot, dot, <laughs> dot. Kevin, I bring that up also. Uh, no luck finding the... Okay. Okay. 
Okay, okay. Uh, then this is one I know you were having trouble with today. Reckon. Oh, yeah. Reckon. Uh, Princess, Sh- Princess Sherry advances through six different completely explodable zones. Loot chest with crystals. Uh, that will increase her passive skills in order to advance. Each zone narrative is different. Blah, blah, blah. Throw anything on PlayStation VR. Uh, get secret missions from the secret delivery agency and save the world from zombie horde in the VR action game throw anything there is nowhere to run dot 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 and nowhere to hide as zombies climb up the walls hoping to satisfy their appetite for brains face off against starving zombies in high rise buildings across the globe <laughs> then zom zomb zom it's zombie without the IE uh, Zalm is a first-person shooter game where the player must survive and save the world from zombies in a single-player campaign game and test your combat skills to the limit. How long will you la- survive? Then it's Zombie Army 4. It's a big zombie. Yeah, a zombie, big zombie Army zombie 4 day. Dead War. Hitler's hordes are back for more in this spine-chilling shooter. Uh, occult enemies, epic weapons, and a new campaign for one to four players await as <laughs> you fight to save humankind from undead Armageddon. Are you familiar with the Zombie Army games? No. I've always seen Zombie Army Trilogy on the PS Store, but yeah. I've never, I've never checked it out. It's one of those games that just somehow keeps reappearing. Is this the time you will check it out? No, no. Okay. Who sh- who chooses first this episode? <sighs> it's my time this time, right? Because okay. I let you go. No, it was you. It was we alternated me last time. Remember? Because I deferred so you could get that game you wanted last time, right? Or is that the week before? I think that was the week before. All right. Because week before it was. So then it is back to me. Oh, oh yeah, because I... I'm looking at the nerved trailer here. Panda ball, not pinball. Very different. Very different. Huh. Oh, yeah. Let's see panda ball. So everybody at home, we're watching the panda ball. That's fine. Oh, is, is it soccer? Well, it looks, I mean, yeah. There we go. No, oh, this no, is literally soccer. just soccer. It's soccer. Yeah, it's soccer with pandas. Is that whatever he's been waiting for? I mean, I really like FIFA, so... So this is pretty much like a homecoming for you. Oh god, but this is so slow. Yeah, that sounds like a hot. This like looks like um, <laughs> it's like backyard soccer, but not as fun. All right, so sure, sure. I sent you uh, the one for Nerved as well. Here's Zombie. Oh, it's got a review already from IGN. Yeah, because I think it's a. It's like a real. It's like a real game. Yeah, yeah. Like it's part of a series. Well, yeah, I know. There's a lot of series. Well, true. (laughs) Well, click on the IGN thing. Let's let's just see what they. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, they have to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If I'm correct, I don't think. Did you catch that just a couple weeks ago when Valve came out and said in no uncertain terms that there will absolutely not be a Left 4 Dead anytime soon? Well, what's terrible news for us is awesome for Zombie Army. Can you mute it? Just page around. Like I just want to, you know, I don't need to hear Max do the old yak yak yak. I'm just looking around. So I'm guessing it's a Left 4 Dead like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I didn't mention that, which I do love Left 4 Dead. Give me what do they score? It? Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Seven. Okay, it's not bad. All right. All right. Um. Yeah, I sent you a leak for nerved. No, no, you guys want to know that? Hmm. Know that. Now, this morning, Barrett said that one of us might end up playing Rectum, and I was like, there's no way I'm choosing Rectum, but Rectum's not... Did you look at it? Yeah, well, yeah, we looked at it on the show. All right, here we go. This and is Nerve. This is the paranormal game. Rectum's chances aren't looking too bad right now. Yeah, that's scary, Kevin. Are you scared? The, de- the description person? made me think Outlast. You're running around. 
Oh, there's a deer looking through the window. There's a guy getting up. Yeah, this is one of those things where we're trying to make a scary game, so we're not going to show you anything. I need to see something, right? Jesus. They're not. They're leaning to the sound effects, too, right? Death Milk. Oh, wait, is that the channel? That's the channel. So you doing, you're doing you're doing rectum? Is that where you're going? No, I'm not. Uh, well, have you, you haven't chosen yet, right? No, no, I'm still looking around. I'm still yeah. I'm still perusing the aisles. I mean, here. rectum's definitely an option. Um, what uh, else is speaking to you right now? Throw anything. Yeah, is also speaking to me along along with honestly, just a phrase. Just the oh yeah by just a by, phrase. by by Palgi. Because mm. mm. like. How, you can't really make a word game bad. <laughs> that was a famous last words on that. <laughs> like one, you don't right? need incredible graphics for a, for a word you game. Throw it up. Let me see what. Yeah, because I did think about this as well. Because uh, again, I'm on a plane tomorrow. I thought I could get uh, uh, I could get uh, uh, the Vita version here. Okay. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, if you're an audio listener, it's a very basic game here. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, uh, officer. Bort. Yeah, you're even with four options for letters in your hangman game. Lore enforcement officer. So again, uh, homophone. So, like, so it sounds puns. like law, but it's lore. They it's just sound... puns. Yeah. All right, that's... <laughs> yeah get, this, get this out of here, Kevin. <laughs> All right, that's stupid, says Kevin as he looks through. Shit, man. Right. Yeah, it's not a good week. Yeah, I'm striking it's that It's not off. a great week. Man, I haven't set the VR in the house yet. I, hadn't, I haven't set it up yet. Yeah. But I might, I might do it for throw anything. Actually, yeah, this is rough. Kevin, can you pull up throw throw uh, throw anything? Yeah. Mm, mm. I wonder how. What, don't want to feel. Oh, that's puzzles. I don't really want puzzles. You know, mm. that's not what I'm about right now. Man, Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. That's calling your name. That's calling your name. That might. <laughs> like I love Left 4 Dead, but I just don't feel like Zombie Army Four is anything I'd want to play. You know. I feel you. Yeah, zombie armor. I mean, zombie armor is probably the most expensive game on the sure. Yeah, list, it's, a, it's, it's not speaking full, to me. It's full game. I remember. Yeah. I think I might do just a phrase. Really? <laughs> you think you're gonna do it? I think does so. Why wouldn't like, I? I mean, look- like I looked at it. Like that's a game I can play on the plane. I can play. I can play around with tomorrow. Do you think it's an easy platinum? <laughs> well, it's cross by, so probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so, but it's not because there's puzzles, right? I have to I have, do. I, I mean, the, the puzzles are all over the place. You know what I mean? This is like huh, I don't know. The power picks. The first thing that pops is the trophy guide and roadmap. So maybe it is easy. Is the trailer for throw anything? Yeah, PSVR. Okay, so yeah, it's first person, obviously, and then it's a cartoon style. I just throw things. This game looks cool. Yeah, do, do some VR. You haven't done VR yet. PlayStation VR never getting the love it deserves here on PlayStation. Yeah, I love you. There's a lot of setup in my house. It's it's easy. So many cables. Yeah, I know, but it's still easy to set up. You just connect it and you're done. Yeah, but it's like I gotta figure out which HDMI goes into where. Oh my god, it's not that. And then like my the entertainment station I have right now isn't that vast, (laughs) and so I gotta figure out a spot for it. Should probably be on the ground next to it. Mm. All right, now it's for me. It's between the word game and Zombie Four. Zombie Army 4. Yeah, I'm between Throw Anything and Rectum. I already know how it looks, but if people want to watch it. I don't know what it looks like. I didn't watch it. Kind of, well, I, watched, it like I listen to Kind of Funny Games Daily. 2D though. pixel art platformer with like action stuff going on. I'm probably going to go Throw Anything. I'll set up the You're going to Throw Anything? Yeah. 
Is Zombie Army, is that online? Yeah. It has to be, right? Yeah. Might be able to find people to play with you. Well, that's what I'm thinking is if I got it, I, well, I mean, I try to get codes for everybody. We could, do, yeah. we could do like a night or that or whatever. Play that together. Fine, I'll do Zombie Army 4. All right. It's decided, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Let me open up my back to the show here. So I'm doing Zombie Army 4 and you're doing Rectum? Throw anything. Okay. You sure you don't want to do Rectum? I'm sure. If you change your mind, you can't. It's in there. That's for next <laughs> week, ladies and gentlemen. But you might want to know about this week's X's and O's. We'll be sure to tell them you all about them when we get back from this ad break. Support for PSI Love You XOXO is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, me and Tim are using Manscaped, and let me tell you, two out of two ladies surveyed say, they like what they see. Uh, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Ouch. Uh, millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, everybody. You don't have to worry about your balls anymore. Uh, I'll tell you what, I use Manscaped at home, like I said, and it is kind of shocking, the fact that you don't have to worry about it all anymore, especially because I've cut myself before, and it is very, very painful, and then awkward to get a Band-Aid on. Uh, one of the coolest features of Lawnmower 3.0 is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud, because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by usb if you're listening to me speak right now you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product and i want you to experience it firsthand for yourself trim that junk of yours get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code p-s-i-l-y at manscaped.com your balls will thank you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code p-s-i-l-y at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with the free shipping at manscaped.com use the code p-s-i-l-y up next, ladies and gentlemen, love is in the air, so grab some Lysol. Just kidding! Even though this is a made-up holiday, it's really cute, and it's the perfect time to show that special someone how much you care and say those three words everyone wants to hear. Match my undies. Me undies has the most adorable Valentine's Day prints to get all lovey-dovey with this year. Don't worry, if you don't have a boo, Me undies also makes buddy bands so you can match with your pet, which is honestly more important than most people. Roses are red, violets are blue. Your butt is cute. Rhyming is dumb. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. To show how much they love you, MeUndies has done one, not one, I'm sorry, but three new Valentine's Day prints this year. Uh, this is the perfect opportunity to show that special someone you're ready to take it to the next level with matching pairs. Match me so I know it's real and it's not the, is the motto this year. Uh, if you're matching your BFF or even your dog, it still counts. Uh, as everybody knows, I only wear MeUndies. Bought, bought them a long time ago. Threw away the rest of my underwear. Bought more MeUndies. Actually, today... Without knowing it, ladies and gentlemen, I'm wearing a Valentine's print. I'm not sure if it's one of the new ones, but you see all the skulls and hearts and stuff there. I'm doing it. I'm living the life. This is what it's all about. They're super comfortable. They got that fabric that smells good. Uh, and they just they just feel great. They're the best underwear I've ever worn. So do it. And guess what? It's a free, easy way to be cute with your boo or your dog or just someone on the street. You buy them and throw them at somebody on the street. The clean ones, not the ones you're wearing. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners or for any first-time purchasers. You get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because MeUndies has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You have to go to MeUndies.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. That's MeUndies.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. 
All right, it's time for this week's X's and O's Blast, where we cover the biggest news for PlayStation in the past week, right? Um, first off, something I know you talked about today, but I want to make sure we talk about here as well. Uh, PlayStation 4 Remote Play coming to Nintendo Switch? Whoa. Uh, Wesley Yinpool at Eurogamer had this thing basically up saying, hey, a new Sony survey is asking PlayStation 4 owners whether they'd be keen on a remote play on Nintendo Switch. The headline in question is this, quote, ability to PS4 remote play on more devices. Parentheses, e.g. able to play on Nintendo Switch, Apple TV, or Android TV, end quote. Uh, the user then selects how appealing they'd find that, choosing from five options. Uh, meanwhile, other questions posed by the survey suggest Sony is thinking about allowing remote play on a device that's not connected to the internet, allowing, PS, or, uh, allowing remote play without a PlayStation 4 connected to the internet, enabling access to PS1 and PS2 games, uh, releasing a slim portable DualShock controller that's easier to carry on the go, and letting you connect other controllers, such as an Xbox controller or mouse and keyboard. Me and Tim talked about it this morning, but what's your, t- your whole take on this Sony survey thing? Is there, dude? Any- again, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to be that guy, but like for 13 years of covering PlayStation, I've seen so many of these surveys come and go, and all it ever is is just the temperature read. I think on what's important to their consumers. Yeah. I think again, we talk about all the time. We get so caught up in the minutia of somebody who's crazy enough to host and then listen to a PlayStation-only podcast, right? And you think that what we're saying and what you're hearing and what you're telling us in the comments and all that stuff is how the majority mainstream feel when Mm -hmm. it's not, right? Like When we went through the survey uh, uh, results, what, last week, where it was about, like, how many people care about this, what's the most important things for next-gen consoles? It's like, okay, that you see where it starts breaking away of like what actually matters to the mainstream. Yeah. So I think the mainstream does not understand what the fuck remote play is, period. Mm. And so I don't think it's probably that important to them, but I think they have to put that question in there to figure Just out what the audience see. wants. Yeah, because yeah. I think for, I know for kind of funny, right? You, I think I've noticed over the last month is that, you know, Twitter has a different voice from Reddit, which has a different voice yeah. from YouTube, which has a different voice from the Facebook. And like every, like it's hard to gauge the, gauge a community or gauge what an audience wants just from one source you kind of have to like put out feelers out there to figure 100%. out like okay yeah what does what does everybody have to say about things and i think again it was we've talked so much about playstation this generation right when the, the move from being the here's how you share a game on playstation shoe and adam video to being now a hey we're not doing e3 or anything you know we're gonna be super we let this disembodied voice tell you about the games like they do need to still have those feelers and kind of figure it out. Like for me, I understand why remote play on switch is making headlines and getting all around. I think it's a way more interesting thing about like, Hey, would you want to use an Xbox controller? Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I think for, for me it's do you want to remote play without the internet? Cause I still don't know what that means. Bluetooth. Like what, like what is, what is the idea of wanting to the remote idea play there internet? from what I'm taking away would be that, uh, with whatever device you're using. Yeah. You're communicating directly to the PlayStation four, even though it's not online. Mm-hmm. So you're using it as a local, it's putting up its own hotspot kind of thing where it's like, I'm, I'm connecting the, my, on the PlayStation, I'm switching it to offline remote play. It's giving out a signal and then my, it's ad hoc play. My switch, okay. whatever app I'm using for PS4 remote play on whatever device I'm using, also offline, mm-hmm. pings out on its local area network and yeah. looks for it. And Pretty finds much like it. a similar way to how switches can communicate with each other exactly. without internet if they're like in the same vicinity. Exactly, exactly. Or PSP ad hoc play, which was, you know, did it before and nobody cares. What's a PSP? I fucking hate (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of interesting things in there that I don't think are anywhere close to Showtime, nor do I think PlayStation is really that about. Like, Mm. it's what we've talked about so many times with why the rumor of Xbox uh, Game Pass or Xbox xCloud coming to, or Microsoft xCloud, coming to Switch is probably more pertinent and more realistic because Xbox is so hungry to make up ground. 
Yeah. Where I don't think PlayStation really cares about this stuff because they're so far ahead. And until that changes with next generation, if it changes, why would you go do any of this? You know what I mean? Like, what what, what is the demand of, hey, would you want to use an Xbox controller here when you're selling your controller for, what, 65 bucks and you're selling them left and right? Yeah. And hopefully one day you're going to smarten up and open the design lab and let me make my own crazy PlayStation controllers? Do you think they would, though? No. <laughs> I'll love it. I, I I hope they do. You know what I mean? When they brought some of their merch in-house and we're doing that stuff, you hope that's what it goes. Yeah, I, I I mentioned this on KFGD, but yeah, I would be shocked to see PlayStation put remote play on Switch. I think Tim was more... I was I was more fascinated by what Tim had to say, though, because Tim was, was saying that he wouldn't... Like, it, it'd be kind of whatever. Like, it's essentially... It's not like PlayStation at that point is putting their games on Switch. It is, it is an application, yeah. you know? But even just the idea of playing... It's the normal thing of... I think every passing week or month or whatever you want to set, time it out as, that idea erodes. Where I do think yeah. on day one, it would be like, wow, look at that. PlayStation's on Switch. I'm downloading this PlayStation app. And then it wouldn't matter. Because yeah. it's the same way of like how awesome it was that, oh, my God, with my phone, my iPhone or my iPad, I can use a DualShock now, right? Or they when they put the remote play app on both those devices it was like holy shit that's awesome and now mm. it's just part of that's just what it is yeah and it doesn't run the way i really it, depending on the game doesn't run great and i don't use it i could see it happening uh not soon but i think it's a thing depending on what direction playstation goes which i think is going to be the, the it, i feel like everybody is going to go in that direction not caring as much anymore especially as next console generation kind of makes it so that the barriers are lowered even more and more as yeah. xbox stops trying to compete directly with playstation and nintendo continues to do their own thing and playstation possibly opens up more to the idea of working with other um with nintendo and xbox yeah you know i could i could see it happening eventually but. this becomes the cross-play conversation where it is just like everybody else is doing it why aren't you yeah. That's what it'll be, because Xbox's goal with their with their next-gen, in quotes, is to ha- be everywhere. They want e- Xbox to be a ubiquitous platform that is on everything and every screen, and they're everywhere, which is awesome. I think it's way more exciting of, like, would PlayStation ever allow them on? They wouldn't. But, like, that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that would be a more interesting thing at this, because, again, the Switch is in such a different league of itself where they're not competing with playstation or xbox anymore yeah period like i think they are maybe they they're competing in the same way netflix is competing you're competing all these things are competing for your time and your eyes and your energy and your money but like you can't sit there and be like where xbox and playstation legitimately are like where are you gonna play your games yeah we're you know 90 percent, 95 percent the exact same experience what is going to be the deciding factor for you yeah one of the things that stuck out to me was releasing a slim slash portable dualshock controller that's easier to carry on the go what does that mean? I think, again, it's back to this. Uh, we're in such that weird spot of what is PlayStation 5? What is Sony's PlayStation 5 vision? What does that PlayStation look like? And as streaming continues to get more intense, as remote play continues to evolve and change and get better, knock on wood, like you really get down to the fact of... It, it, I think PlayStation is asking the general consumer in so many words... Are you carrying your controllers around with you? Are you, mm-hmm. we, you, you know you can link your iPad and your, thing, your uh, controller together. Are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Would you want a smaller one? You can, you, know, you can take your PC with you and use remote play to play your games there and use um, uh, PlayStation Now to play your games there. Like, are you doing that? And if so, like, if you're in a hotel room already using one of those different services to play your PlayStation games, mm-hmm. would you want a less you know, a foldable dual shock yeah. you can toss in? That, PlayStation Joy-Cons. Yeah, that like loses some kind of... Uh, 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 you drop Rumble, but you have it with you, and it's way smaller and lighter. Yeah. Yeah, I think this, this survey... 
is interesting in the ideas they're asking, not necessarily interesting that it exists. Exactly. It's the thing that it, it, it's part of the system. It's part of, it's, it's part of how they, they, they get you things, kind of what you're saying. But I, 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 I like the ideas or the, the questions that they're asking in the survey because I sure. think they're just like the, the ideas that they're throwing out there for formulating like what the strategy is going to be, I think is not, it's very unplaystation like. And that's you know? the question again as we get ready to launch this next gen. Like, in 10 years, will we look back on this conversation? Not even 10, seven years. Look back on this conversation, right? And this idea and chuckle because, of course, they were going to do this. Mm. I, I, I am of that mindset that it is only a matter of time before, yeah, they look at what the Switch is or any every device and like, well, now we need to be there. Yeah. In the same way, like, should you be able to play Fortnite against everybody? Like they, I in PS3, I would have been like, oh, that's never gonna happen, right? And even when Gary was pushing for it, like when Division Two was coming up, banging that drum on Games Daily of like, I'm, I'm gonna play on Xbox, and I wish I could play, or you know, Division One, I played on Xbox. I want to play, you know, across platform with everybody. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'll that's that'll happen one day, but not soon. And then you look at it now, and it's like, oh man, it's really fucking happening. Call of Duty toppling that first giant domino last fall. Of like, no, no, our our one player base that makes sense and is good for games. So let's get there. Mm-hmm. This is good for games. It's good. It's good yeah. for PlayStation everywhere. Because why sure. not? If you're gonna, if people who would never buy a PlayStation Four or those games are able to then go onto their Switch and do it, of course you'd want that money. You'd want that those people. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this. Hmm. I wonder if this incorporates PlayStation Now. Cause I was gonna say I, uh, real quick. I was playing Fast and Loose there with PS Now and, and uh, uh, Remote Play. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was very much. You know, if you were never gonna buy the game. That's PlayStation Now yeah. versus remote play being I need the I need the system. Yeah, but even so, like this still this to me floats the idea that PlayStation still has their mind on portable, despite you know not wanting to put, not wanting to put out the Vita too. Understandably, put out the PSP too. Just do it. But you know the Believe, I- Kevin. Th- the idea that they could use remote play to kind of replace that, you know, and maybe make and maybe put PlayStation Now on portable systems, so like a Nintendo Switch or whatever other portable system there might be, unless. I was going to say, even maybe if they put out a portable system that is just specifically meant for re- remote play, not necessarily a Vita 2, but yeah, yeah. something like that. I I, don't know, I, find this, I, f- I find it interesting that they still kind of have that in their mind, despite Vita not necessarily being what I mean, they it's it a to normal be. thing, and I know that I'm Greg Miller and I am the Sony Pony or whatever, but uh, especially with Vita, like PlayStation was ahead of its time, right? I mean, they didn't have the, they did not have the. They weren't connecting A to C the right way, mm. but they knew that people wanted console experiences on the go, and how do we do that? Yeah. And so it was, let's take franchise and boil them down and stuff, blah, 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 whereas Nintendo with the Switch being able to be both at once, I think, granted, PlayStation couldn't do because of the fact that, like, well, no, we, we they're still pushing to be that 1080p. They're trying to be the best. They're trying to be 4K. They're trying to, you know, I mean, they're yeah. the PlayStation and Xbox are the big boys because they're trying to compete with PCs and look amazing. And so you couldn't do that, but... PlayStation wanted to do that, right? And Remote Play wanted to be that. And they tried to, when they buy Gaikai, they're looking for those solutions. And I just don't think they could put the tracks down at time. But you see the Switch take off and become my indie machine and all the things that I loved my Vita for. But in the same breath that, like, now I get amazing first party titles for my Switch mm. that I, I didn't get, you know. Yeah. R.I.P. Freedom Wars. Like, come on. Rest in peace. <laughs> come on. Well, I can't believe there hasn't been a Freedom Wars for PS4. Outrageous. What are the? What do you think are the actual actual chances that we get a Freedom Wars title in the first couple of years of PS Five? Zero, zero, no chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe though. What I forget? What was the game? No, no one in this room is gonna know. Do you remember what the spiritual successor? The people who did Freedom Wars went on to do another game, like another like Monster Hunter. Kind yeah. Of it, oh, it was that game. one. It was the one that was the fake MMO. I think. Hold on. Uh, oh, uh, I couldn't uh, tell you. You know, what I'm talking about that. No. Oh, okay. Hold on. Maybe if you say it, I, I know, but. 
That's not helping me get what I want. Hold on. So I'm going to click here. Oh, but that's right. They left. It wasn't a. Mm, that's going to be really hard for me to dig up off time. There was one game that they did after the fact that was like that. Hold on. Destructoid. Call those TV. Now everybody's being very clear about just Freedom Wars. Fuck. Could have been helpful. Damn, I find going to ask it to haunt me. Mm, God. Was it's it a game where you're in the fake MMO, right? With the video. Maybe I'm Oh, wrong. wait. Sword Art Online? Yeah. But that's based off an anime. Right, right, right. But the developers. Maybe I'm wrong altogether. God, this can be. If you're watching live right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, and I know many of you are, I'm opening up kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, please Google around. I'm not expecting you to know that with deep pull off the top of your head. But I remember trying it because everybody loved it. And it was just like, it's just not the same and I can't do it. Wasn't and it's going to drive me fucking crazy. God Eater? No. No, because I'm looking under developers now. Because Shift worked on Freedom Wars. And they did God Eater. They did Wonder Flash and Code Vein, which do, they don't sound Ooh, like what you're talking Code about. Code Vein was it. Wait, was, did Code Vein take place in MMO? Did I not know that? M- no, I might be talking out my ass in the MMO part. Oh. I'm a, I'm a drift on this one. I'm going to let it go. Everybody let me know, all right? I have your wrong open. I'm ready to take it. Number two on the X's and O's. Uh, the Astrobot creator is now the creative director of SIE Japan. Whoa. This is Alex Gibson over at Twinfinite. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, SIE, has today announced that Nicholas Ducent, uh, the director and producer behind, the Astro, behind Astrobot Rescue Mission, has been promoted. He now holds the title of creative director for the entire SIE Japan studio, which is a first for the company. Previously, the company had been led by Alan Becker, who held the title, uh, who held the title of company president. Uh, as mentioned above, uh, Doucette is best known for his work on Astrobot Rescue Mission, which is among PlayStation VR's best titles. It'll be interesting to see what uh, interesting to see whether his leadership has been invited as a result of the company wanting to produce further VR games as PlayStation moves into the next console generation. Yeah, interesting. Awesome. So this is, uh, I'm guessing this is a sign that PlayStation is putting more focus on VR. Eh, I don't, uh, I don't go that far because like Sony Japan's. Uh, Japan Studio, like their uh, uh, catalog is so diverse. Yes, and so I don't even know if you look at it and say, "Man, uh, he was creative lead, a creative director on this amazing VR title. Let's make more VR stuff." As much as you go, "Wow, he w- made this game that was so creative and able and got people to actually look at VR and got people to actually take a shot." I'll never forget going to Judges Week and playing. Uh, Astrobot and being like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be overlooked by so many, so many of the other judges, right? Because it's VR or whatever. And I remember getting on the bus and everybody talking about it. I was like, holy shit. And then to see it actually release and launch and people be like, man, Astrobot's awesome. Like, usually, you know, the people who talk about PlayStation VR are, are in a very tight circle. Yeah. <laughs> and so to see it actually break out and have IGN talking about it in a super positive light and like the people on podcasts talking about it in a super positive light, I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, like I. My read on it is, yeah, I hope they make more VR stuff. I hope PlayStation yeah. VR uh, 2 has a big push J- that way. Japan Studio, it seems like their most recent games have been VR games for the last few years. Sure, right. right? Because, yeah, yeah, everybody's everybody, golf. Everybody's golf. Derecine, yeah. right, which is with from software. Yep. Uh, Shadow of Colossus developed with Bluepoint, which isn't VR. but that's, And that's more Bluepoint taking that, right? That's yeah. always the thing. With Japan Studio, so many things get well, yeah, they do lumped a lot. in with what they do, right? But, yeah, Last Guardian VR demo. Neck 2. Neck 2. Uh, everybody, well... Yeah, everybody's golf. The regular everybody's golf. With clap yeah. hands. Um, no heroes allowed VR. So I guess yeah, they do like a lot of co-development, but also some VR stuff um, in NAC two. Yeah, and NAC two of course. And more, NAC two. more and more NAC of course. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it takes from it. I think it's just cool that somebody who 
was able to do something like that, right? And break out from, hey, this is this is a game on a platform most people are ignoring. Yeah. But I was we were able to make something so special here. Yeah. Like not have him step up and run the studio. Yeah, you can only hope for it. Did the you place. play Astrobot? Oh yeah. I freaking loved Astrobot so Rescue Mission. Yeah, totally. Um, number three. Let's talk about February's PlayStation Plus lineup. Uh, this is from the PlayStation blog, of course. February is loaded with not two, but three. <laughs> not two, not three, but potentially up to five free PS Plus games. Bioshock the Collection contains three legendary first-person adventures. The Sims 4 gives you creative control over reality self. Firewall Zero Hour offers engaging online multiplayer for PlayStation VR owners. It's a great month. Are you fucking kidding me? Bioshock the Collection, The Sims 4, and Firewall Zero Hour. Hell yeah! Yeah, like I, that. That I. It's so good that when I put, punched this in today, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" I don't think I have Sims Four, and I can't remember if I have the collection for Bioshock. So I went to redeem them, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, it's Monday. It's out tomorrow. First Tuesday oh, of the month. Yeah. Ahead, of my, ahead of the schedule here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sims, yeah. Sims Four, I don't have either, and so I'm, that's gonna be the one I get because I already have the collection in Firewall. But yeah. And did you like Firewall? I know you. you I didn't play enough of it. I didn't. I didn't have people to play with because oh, no, yeah? none of my friends had VR, yeah. and so I really like Rainbow Six Siege. And yeah. I know Firewall Zero Hour is a similar type of game, um, but you know it's one of those games where I'd be willing to give it a shot. Like I, I think I, I think I hollered at Kevin before. Hell yeah, is Kevin back there? No, he's gone. He's back there. No, he's on his phone. Just laying back, feet up. Just laying back, feet he up. He ate something. It smelled like tacos. I, I want to say I hollered at Kevin last week to play. Last week. Yeah, you won't play DC Universe Online, but you're going to play Firewall, huh? Firewall doesn't require 100 hours to play. Fi- oh, but you already said, oh, fire- oh the VR, but so I'm many s- cables, <laughs> the house isn't set up. Yeah. It only takes you 10 Excuse minutes. Excuse me, to set Kevin's asked me a question. He's my friend. He's played DC with me before. Um, have I? Nah, it's a total I, lie. I, I, you want to play I, with I us? Would, Come yeah, on, sure. jump in. What do you I mean, mean us? You know. Get your playing. <laughs> it's free to play, bless. Or we yeah. play Firewall. You trying to play some Firewall? What's up? Yeah. I'll play some Firewall. You know how Yeah. Yeah. I'll set up the garage. But what about DC just for a little bit? You know what I mean? Get in there and make a character You tonight. know me. I'll, start I'm the download always, tonight. I'm always, I'm always 123 down. trophies for you. Can I start on my phone? No. Is it on phone? No. Okay. Pretty sure I can start the PS4 download from my phone. Oh, yeah. That oh, you, I think download. making you start like the character from your phone. Oh, right? no. There's no way to do that. I mean, no. you can do the power of remote play. Yeah, remote play. But that'd be really, that's going to stretch that remote play pretty thin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this online game. Yeah, you can start the download from your phone. And you should. It's huge. Ginormous. A lot of big game. Nine, you know, nine in, years of content. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. You should start it, too. Uh, Nick from SoCal writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, So, while now is a great time to reflect on a year of PlayStation Plus without PS3 and Vita support, I'm going to have to blow my whistle on Firewall Zero Hour being, quote, a sign of things to come. Because if you look at the history of the instant game collection, every VR game offered on Plus has been a game Sony owns. Parentheses, not counting Race the Sun getting VR support later this year, you smartass. Mm. You got me. Uh, while the details of a game, I'm sorry, while the details of how a game comes to Plus have always been a giant mystery, I'm convinced Sony has tried to get VR games onto Plus, and maybe Alchemy or Team Superhot uh, has just never been able to justify the upfront check compared to the fact that most new VR owners just go buy Job Simulator or Superhot VR. Here's hoping for a brighter 2020 in PlayStation Plus games, but I'm not very optimistic. So he's saying, we've been saying for a long time. Yeah. Everybody's been saying it. Everybody. Why the fuck is there not more? Why You, you eliminate PS3 games, you eliminate Vita games from the instant game collection, fine. Mm. Why not add PlayStation VR games on there? Blessing, what is your take with Firewall Zero Hour being on there this month and what it means for the future? 
I don't want to say it's a sign of things to come yet. I think we'll get PSVR games consistently on PS Plus. At least I would hope. I think that would be the sensible thing, thing to do. I'm surprised they... I guess I'm not surprised they haven't done it yet because I feel like you do want to have that catalog build up a bit more before you start offering free games. Um, but... Yeah, I think Nick from SoCal make, <clears throat> makes a decent point that Firewall Zero Hour... Kevin downloading <laughs> DC Universe Online Kevin, right now. That's my boy! You coward. Let's do it right now too. Log in and do it. Just, just gotta, you gotta say no. You don't. You know for a fact you don't want to play DC Universe Online. I don't know that for a fact. You know that for a fact. There is a good. You want to play an MMO? Good chance I don't want to play it. But I don't know. It <laughs> you for just a fact. got done talking about Suicide Squad for however, however many hours, and now you want to you want to jump into more DC. You watched Batman v Superman last week. I'm just saying, um, but I, yeah, I think Nick from SoCal makes a, de- a decent point about. So far, the VR games that Sony has put on the service have been Sony-owned. Yeah. Uh, Here's my yeah. thing. is I think if PlayStation is serious about PlayStation VR going forward, and I'm talking about into PlayStation 5 and what PlayStation... If there's a PlayStation VR 2, all this different stuff that I do believe they are serious about and I do think will happen, this is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're... I think Nick's looking at it from the wrong perspective. I don't think... They're, they've all been Sony-owned VR titles because Sony has asked and been rebuffed. I think they're all Sony-owned titles because Sony hasn't asked yet. Yeah, Why? I'm with you. Cause, and I assure you, like you're talking about Super Hot, sure. Job Simulator, sure. Everybody else, so many other VR people would be so thrilled to take the fucking check on guaranteed yeah. sales for the PlayStation Like Every PS game. Plus game isn't a banger. Yeah. Right? Like Sony is willing to ask lesser-known games to be on the service yeah, for a month. And so that's the thing that I think Sony's doing this because it's free, it's easy, no b- bottom line impact, nobody has to think about it. And I think when they, if they get serious about this, and they are seriously committed to PlayStation VR 2, then that is when you say, all right, cool, now we're pulling the trigger, and we are going to go get some of these games that we think have been overlooked. We are going to get a boss and put it on there. Mm. We're going to pay these people what they deserve on these games to get them out. We're going to do a Trover Saves the Universe. Yeah, I Or think- even like... um. Uh, throw anything right like there are a lot of there are a whole bunch of vr games that me and you might not know of that are on the service that could easily maybe not easily but that sony would be able to reach out to and and people would i'll stop you right there no full stop easily yeah easily again because like i think you know we we see sony being so supportive of playstation vr right and you know financing and getting into doing marvel games stuff with uh, iron man vr right and camouflage and working so closely with them like clearly they believe in it clearly they want to support these people and i think that when you turn that corner, if they're going to keep going, then yeah, the money needs to be there, and it will be in the form of them funding more of these games. But then, in the same set, them going and getting more of these games on the service. Yeah, and I think you—they probably are also waiting to an extent to have the library built up, even though it is very full now. But to get it even more full, because you don't want, with all due respect, a Google Stadia situation. Yeah, where it's like, cool, here's our launch lineup, and slowly over the next four months, all of them will be free to people because we have nothing else to put out here. Exactly. And I don't uh, they're avoiding that and going that way. I am still confident that and, and this is with the asterisks obviously. I am still confident that if they are all about this and they're going to be committed, this is inevitable. But when you do it, I don't know. Yeah. I imagine well, the lead up to PlayStation or PSVR2 because, again, you want the idea to be, like I'm always saying, right, is that you redeem all these games, and then when there's a sale on PlayStation VR or they announce PlayStation VR 2 and it's coming out, you look at your collection you're like, well, I already have seven PlayStation VR games I've gotten for free, right? Mm-hmm. Why would, not do it? Would it make sense to do it with the launch of PS5, like whenever that event yes. is, to say, that, like, oh, yeah, and with the PS5, we're now adding two VR games 
to every PS Plus month. Very much so. I think it'll be one. But I think, yes, I think mm. that 100% makes sense because I do think you have to worry about is PlayStation Plus going to get another price increase. And Really? You think that's the thing to worry about? I worry about it in the way... Not worry, but I, I worry about it in the way of it'll be reframed where it's like PlayStation Plus now includes PlayStation Now or a game off PlayStation Now a month, and it includes uh, the Instant Game Collection, which now gets the PlayStation VR. I think they're mm-hmm. going to... It's similar to what I was talking about with Xbox, right? Of like... What does that next generation look like or when we talk about this? Is it going to be Game Pass and this? And I know there's different bundles now. Don't, I don't have to write in your wrongs and everything else. But like when they start bundling along with the new services they're hopefully knock on wood going to have with all these systems, like mm-hmm. you want one membership to rule them all. And I don't know what that looks like and how you do that. Interesting. Speaking of interesting, too, no one wrote into your wrong with the information I needed. Oh, wait, somebody did. But it's too late. I already found it myself. Uh, what I was looking for is Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Okay. That is the one I was talking about. That yeah. is it, that everybody's like, you need to play it because the Freedom Wars guy did this. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at Silicon Era. Sword, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet is basically Sword Art Online meets Freedom Wars in a third-person shooter. Okay. So that's, that's yeah. what I was talking Sword about. Sword Art Online based on an anime where you the characters get trapped into an MMO. I'm right about that. I'm right about that. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, because I remember everybody always wanted me, or not even always. I should say it, but on Vita there was another Sword Art game that everybody was like this. Yeah. Keep in mind that the game is being developed by Dimps, who made Freedom Wars. So similarities are definitely there. Nailed it. Got that in the end. Everybody, sorry that I stumbled. I haven't talked about Freedom Wars in a long time, and it is a sore subject for me. I love you all. Everybody have a good life. Uh, number four to round out the X's O's for PlayStation news you need to know about. Uh, the Sony Foundation Australia is streaming to support efforts for relief over there. Again, this is a PlayStation blog. This is Sid Schumann. Uh, in the wake of the recent brush fires that have devastated communities across Australia, Sony Foundation Australia is hosting a Twitch fundraiser with the goal of raising funds to support young Australians affected by the brush fires. I'm sorry, bushfires. Uh, a few folks from PlayStation are joining in to help support the cause. Hope you can join us. The streaming campaign runs from today, February 1st, to February 23rd. A number of PlayStation team members will host gameplay streams to support Sony Foundation Australia's relief efforts. February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, and the release of Dreams, Media Molecule streaming 4 to 6 p.m. GMT, uh, and the Dreams community will be there as well. Uh, February 19th, Naughty Dog is streaming from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. Pacific time. P.m. What, oh, yeah, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Thank yeah. you, uh, Pacific time. February 20th, Insomniac Games, president and founder, Ted Price, streaming, uh, 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. And then February 21st, Sid Schumann and Shuhei Yoshida team up for Ooh. a joint stream. I don't have a, I either didn't copy it in time or it's not there yet, but February 21st. You can find it on the PlayStation blog. Uh, that's more of a public service announcement. Good for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, That's nice, really great. Nice to see everybody over there bounding together. To, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna tune into some of these. The Sid Schumann Shuhei Yoshida team up sounds sure. like it could be really fun. Exactly, my favorite. My favorite S boys, Sid and Shu. See what I'm doing there? Oh, S-boys. see, I, my head S stood for Sony, but ah, yeah. all right, cool. I like yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I add some more people to that list. Not Corey Barlow, like he sucks. No. <laughs> um, time for reader mailers. We're calling it playstation 5 watch the ps5 watch uh we've talked about this before when we have stuff to talk about playstation 5 related mm-hmm. and that's all you guys write in about with questions pretty much these days uh we would do it and call it playstation 5 watch and we also joked around about people making graphics for it and lo and behold a bunch two people made graphics for it so which one are you starting with kev which uh, file name all right so then this is david morales playstation 5 watch graphic let's see what you got kev whoa that's hot. That is very nice. I like that neon a lot. If you're an audio listener, Whoa. it's coming in, fading in very nicely. All right, cool. Yeah, and the next one is Shane Rossi with his PlayStation 5 watch. Oh, okay. 
Very oh, <laughs> I like it was two eyes floating around, and yeah. then they go into one eye, the all-seeing eye, and give off the PlayStation. Yeah, because they're that. watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how eyes work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Yeah, you got it, Kevin. You got it. Got it. Um, I'm gonna. Vo- I'm voting for David's. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going David's too. The main reason Shane loses points is because he didn't intercat PlayStation. Drives me crazy. I feel that. I, did, I did like Shane's, though. I think. Oh, no, it's great work. No, no, yeah. no. There can only be one winner, which means there has to be a loser. Shane's the neon colors, man. The they catch you know the eye. Well, yeah, it's got that ring. And it kind of matches this vibe, too. We got going True. under the wall and everything else. I digress. Jamie S. wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games with this question. What's good? Blessing and Greg. February is here, and despite the rumors, we don't have a date for a PlayStation 5 announcement event. Are we past the point where an event could still happen in February? How close to the event is Sony likely to share the date? New rumors are claiming pre-orders will go live March 5th. Does that ring truer for any does that ring any truer to you guys? Jamie S. Wow. So, Color me shocked. Yeah. The guy who's been saying all January it's not happening in February. It's not happening in February and nobody wants to fucking listen to old Greg Miller. Just like when I sold you Persona 5 was going to get delayed. And you all said, no, the website says this year. And I'm like, shut the fuck up about the website. The website doesn't prove crap. Now you got all these people with random ass rumors saying, oh, it's happening in February. Oh, it's going to this. Where are you at now? Where are your false gods now, everybody? I mean, and also, we're titling the episode this. So this would be the best fucking fuck you Greg move PlayStation's ever pulled <laughs> if in the time between ending this episode. I was going to say, it could still happen. <laughs> fucking tonight, 9.01, they put out a press release yeah. about the event. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm, I'm Team May. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what yeah. I moved to, too, right? Especially yeah. with them, them announcing that they're not in E3. That's when I was like, okay, there's no more gun to their head to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I think they want to usurp E3. I think they want to prove and make a statement they don't need E3. And I think they want to trounce, trounce Xbox before they, you know, anything else can happen. I don't know. It's, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But I'm saying I think they want a big dick swing and event all to themselves. And I think that's May now. Yeah. And so like, to answer these questions one by one, are we past the point where an event can still happen in February? No. no. Like it could happen. Like- I, pu- I pulled this uh, some stats because I actually produced this show and like a lot of the other ones. Uh, remember that the PlayStation 4 reveal event was announced January 31st, 2013, and then it happened on February 20th, 2013. Yeah. So not even uh, just a few weeks between them. So theoretically, they well, still could do the thing that this week, next week, they do it and they'd still be in February if they wanted to keep the same schedule. What was the time from the last was two, last was part two? announcement of the event or like reaching out to th- about the event to then the event because wasn't it like when i went down there to see it yeah time? like the in september because i feel like it was like a week it was it, it, that might have been i think uh hey keep this save the date thing before yeah. granted that's probably like a lot less people involved in that than an actual ps5 reveal event to where you would want but it, i mean honestly i don't know about that because last the media event for was huge was there a lot of media people yeah there? and it was international so there was oh. a lot of that but that was another one. So hold on. Here's what I got. On, so on, on September 9th, I got invited to the Last of Us Part 2 media event, and then it was on September 24th. Okay. So yeah, it was a similar amount of time, right? Yeah. Like 20-ish days about. We're so I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to do No, I'm the same way where I was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to go. Like, so hold on. Yeah, I'm looking at this. So it was, uh, I said it was on the 9th, right? Yeah. Which was a Monday, and then two weeks later on a Tuesday. It was so two weeks from, uh, yeah, 15 days later. 15 days, yeah. We did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, I but this, I don't, I don't know. Because here's the thing. This is a great point of it, too. Is that when we got the invitation for The Last of Us Part 2 media event on uh, the 9th, knowing it was going to be the 24th, it was your up-and-comer week. Yes. And so literally I got it, and I was like, motherfucker. Yep. And then what did I do? 
I said fuck blessing yeah, and I went. Left. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the point of this. Where, again, to back to the big dick swinging thing. Like, I am making plans right now with my wife for weddings, for just, hey, getting mm-hmm. back to see your family and stuff. And she's like, what about these dates? I'm like, these dates are fine. But keep in mind, at some point... Yeah. They're going to sound the klaxon, and I'm going to have to fucking run over. Th- I got to go. It's Batman. Like, you can't not go, right? If this happens, you we need to be. This is, what, a, a few times a lifetime event of where course. you cover console launches. Like, you need to be a part of this. And so it's insane that, like, yeah, they could announce it whenever they want to. But the the ca- the, ca- the other part of this is that not that they're pinching pennies. For international travel, they're going to want to book these people early, right? Like, you're not going to want to be flying people from all over the world here on just two weeks notice but they did do that for last of us where yeah. I had a whole bunch of different people but yeah i don't know anything can happen i'm i don't know that's a more recent instance kevin which is why i, I don't know one. what's happening but yeah are we past the point that it, are we past the point that it could happen in february no how, how close to the event is only likely to start to share the date probably 15 to 20 days yeah and then new rumors are claiming pre-orders will go live on march 5th does that ring true any truer to you guys no, no. <laughs> and here's the thing is like the pre-orders aren't going to go live until they announce all this shit. Yeah, until they announce pricing. Like right? I mean, and, I, and I, even pricing, I'm wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, then they'll probably do pricing, right? Because that's how they definitely how it happened to PlayStation Four E three that year. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, it's not. It's not on a random. <laughs> I could eat my words on a random March fifth. You're not going to wake up and there's going to be pre-order detail. Like, no. Oh, you pre-order your PlayStation. There could be placeholders, but that's more on a site by site basis where you don't even know what you're pre-ordering, which happens, I guess. But yeah. No, it'll be more. Uh, it's. It, it hasn't passed the point of no return, so I can totally eat my words, but I do not think it's happening this month. I'm with I mean, you. I don't I, think it's happening. I don't think they're doing the exact same thing. And they're busy doing all these streams for Australia, so. <laughs> That's why they can't do it, for sure. Uh, Rylan Prince writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, how many launch or launch window exclusive titles do you think PlayStation 5 will have? Uh, how many for PS3 slash PS4? Will Sony have more than Xbox? Switch had a great launch. How many exclusives did it have at launch? Well, there's a lot of work you could have done yourself there. First off, asking me all the stuff about the other stuff. I did look up the lineup uh, for PlayStation 4, if you don't remember. The launch lineup, according to the PlayStation blog themselves, was this. And this is not including exclusives and stuff, so blessing. You can sound off as we go, right? Mm-hmm. Angry Birds Star Wars. Not exclusive. No. Right? I, that, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Even if it, we're not going to count it. Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Not exclusive. Not exclusive. Uh, Battlefield 4. Not exclusive. Uh, Blacklight Redemption. Re- Retribution, which I believe Retribution. was exclusive, right? I think it was. I remember playing Blacklight Retribution. It's all, It was on PC. I'm looking this up. Okay. Don, don your hard suit and customize your weapons in this free-to-play shooter that's brimming with bullets. Yeah. PS4 and, and Windows. So it was, exclu- it was a console exclusive. And we're counting that. PC. That's what the, I think we're arguing yeah. about, really. And it was a free-to-play game. Call of Duty Ghosts. Not exclusive. Yeah, no. Contrast, which I think might have launched exclusively. I do not remember Contrast. I'm pretty sure it did. It was, in, it was a little indie game. Uh, DC Universe Online. Come on now, son. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Can't wait for that. To launch. that's, can, can you believe that nine years into its lifestyle, DC Universe Online is going to be a launch title for the PlayStation 5? I mean, has that been a... Bet your bottom <laughs> dollar. Bet your bottom fucking launched, dollar. I mean... It, Actually, it's actually, it's gonna play. It's gonna be backwards compatible. So yeah. Oh yeah. well, yeah. When you say when you put, yeah, that's a good point. FIFA 14, not exclusive. Flower, come on, that's already been on everything at this point. Injustice: Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition, not exclusive. Just Dance 24 and 14, not exclusive. Killzone: Shadowfall, exclusive. Yes. So adding that in with Blacklight, that's two. Are yep. we sure about Blacklight? We said we were. Right? Yeah, yeah, console exclusive. Yeah. Uh, Knack. All right, that's three exclusives. Mm-hmm. Lego Marvel Superheroes, not exclusive. No. Madden NFL 25, not exclusive. No. NBA 2K14, not exclusive. Need for Speed Rivals, not exclusive. Nope. Rezogun, yes. exclusive. Sky, that's four. Skylanders Swap Force. I couldn't even tell. I, 
It was not exclusive. No. They did not do that. For sure. <laughs> Sound shapes. This is. I don't count that because uh, it's like even in the description. The musical platform arrives on PS4 with a new touch of pad. Con- yeah. So it had already been on PS4. So we're not counting PS3 games that are switching over to not, PS4. I don't think so. For stuff that old, right? Did I count Flower? I don't think I did. No. Yeah. So, yeah okay. I, I, I mean, if you I want to, it. go for it. Uh, Super Motherload, which I do not remember at all. Oh. Something is amiss on the planet Mars. Dig down through the minerals in deep secrets in an effort to uncover the truth. Play alone or bring friends along for the ride in this gorgeous successor to Motherload. Okay, maybe I don't. I thought I recognized it. Looking at, looking at images, I do not recognize this game. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. And then it was Trine. Trine 2, complete story. Not exclusive at the time? Right? I could not tell you. In Warframe, which wasn't exclusive. Well, I believe I, I believe it was console exclusive because it was on PC for sure. Trine 2? No, Warframe. Oh, that was it launched exclusively on PlayStation 4? On console i want to say unless i'm wrong and it came on an xbox but i believe i i feel like i remember that being advertised at the ps4 launch it was like a big thing yep you're right uh digital extremes has announced the console version of the free-to-play shooter warframe will be a timed playstation 4 exclusive that was on september 2nd 2013 whoa what's the other oh here we go these are all launch day right now window these are all, yeah, and I think that's the easiest way to do it yeah. in terms of this conversation. Um, PS4 console, console exclusive. I'm checking on Motherload. Mm, doesn't look like it was, but does it even matter? No offense to Motherload, which I've just said is, and that makes it offensive, but <laughs> Xbox One. Yeah, no. I don't know how I feel about this launch lineup. Oh, it wasn't great. Yeah, Resident oh, it wasn't was good, great. but like, man, this is a a weak lineup. Yeah. Oh no, it was not great. It was the, it, it was the excitement of having this, the console. Right? Yeah. No offense so to Blacklight Retribution. No, no, not at all. None, none yeah. of these games should be offended. They all tried their hardest. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them we just don't care about, right? Um, no. So going off of that, right? How many exclusives do you think there will be for PlayStation Five at launch? We just counted four, mm-hmm. and of of substance, how many of those, or you know, of matter, how many of those really counted, right? Yeah. yeah wait, you want to say knack mattered? I would have even put that doesn't matter. I would have been like Resogun and Killzone, and even Killzone. When was the last time anybody came up to you and was like, "Did you play Killzone Shadowfall?" Yeah, and like when we when we say matter, because I know like Resogun is, Resogun is a great game. Yeah, but is that selling PS4s or is that was that no. a game that everybody well, was talking about? That's a different about. question, right? Yeah. Like of what was selling it. Were they talking about it? Yes. Now, again, am I completely skewed by the fact that I was hosting a PlayStation? Yeah, because I know you guys were talking about it. Yeah, hell yeah, we were. I don't know if people, like, I don't know if any, I don't know if a lot of people were talking about it. They were sleeping on it. Resogun? Maybe they they were were too busy playing DC Universe Online, probably. I mean, they were probably playing Assassin's Creed 4, Black Black Flag. Flag, Great game. Yeah. Great, great game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But given that, I, I mean, we imagine they'll have at least one big exclusive this time, right? Oh, yeah. Being Horizon, I mean, well, I, something like a Horizon 2. That is my fi- my hope in my pra- prayer, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, that like, okay, cool. Like, this time around, Gorilla's launching PlayStation 5 with Horizon 2, and it's dope as shit, and it's not... It's a game you already care about. Like, I mean, I know I'm on thin ice by even saying it. Let's think really hard. What is the last console... That launched with a must-have, this-is-amazing game. Switch. Because yeah. that launched with Breath of the Wild. Okay, sorry. Maybe I should have said, I said <laughs> PlayStation console. Well, I mean, even... Because what? Like, I'm, th- I'm, thinking, I'm thinking PlayStation consoles, right? And okay. I'm not including... I mean, you can include Vita if you want and throw in Golden Abyss. 
right? But I wouldn't, and that, it doesn't even matter. Did Metal Gear Solid 2 launch with PS2? No. Ugh. Yeah, that's because it's like you're thinking of these lineups, right? So what, PlayStation 3, or PlayStation 4 we just ran through, right? Mm-hmm. So like, of this Killzone, the Metal, Assassin's Creed? Metal Gear Solid 4 didn't launch nope. with PS3. No, PlayStation 3's launch lineup. Why am I stuck on Metal Gear Solid? Well, you had Resistance Fall of Man for PS3. That was what they one of the big bangers we came out with. Um, PS2, yeah, shit, fuck. PlayStation 2, <laughs> SX, uh, SSX, which I can never say. Um, Smuggler's yeah, Run. Let's see. Uh, everybody always wants to throw the bouncer in there. That was not a launch title. That was later. PS1, I don't even fucking remember. But that's because I was a Nintendo. I was playing <clears throat> Nintendo stuff at the time. PS3 had 12 games at launch. Uh, Blazing Angels, Squadrons of World War II, which I have never heard of. <laughs> Call of Duty 3. Genji, Daves of the Blade, Madden NFL t- uh, 07, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Mobile Suit Gundam, NBA 2K7, NHL 2K7, Resistance Fall Man, like you said, uh, Ridge Racer 7, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 7, Tony Hawk's Project 8. Hmm. Right? And then hold on. Um. So then PS2, according to... IGN's Pear Schneider. <laughs> uh, Armored Core 2, DOA 2 Hardcore, Dynasty Warriors 2, ESPN International Track and Field, ESPN X Games Snowboarding, uh, Eternal Ring, Evergrace, uh, Fantavision, Gun Griffin Blaze, Kesson, Madden, Madden NFL 2001, which was dope. Mm-hmm. It looked, I remember putting that on. And you're like, holy shit, this looks like I'm watching TV. Midnight Club, MotoGP, NHL 2001, Orphan, Q-Ball, Billiards Master, Ready to Rumble Boxing, Round 2, Ridge Racer 5, Silent Scope, which I bought and then promptly returned for Madden, uh, Smuggler's Run, which I bought, SSX with Adam Brown bought and I played a lot, uh, Street Fighter EX3, Summoner, oh, which I did really? not get behind. I didn't know the X3 dropped with PS2. That's fun. Swing Away, Tekken Tag Tournament, Time Splitters. Tekken Tag Tournament, that's a big Time one. Splitters. Time Splitters, yeah, Time Splitters, that's actually up there. Unreal Tournament, Wild, Wild Racing, X Squad. See, out of that, Time Splitters, probably, right? In terms of like, this is the fucking. I mean, Tekken Tag have. Tournament was huge. No? It was. Well, it's, well, I mean, well, like. <laughs> It, I'm not saying it wasn't. I was oh, just yeah. like, yeah, like this. And then what? I'm looking at the launch lineup here. This is according to Giant Bomb for play, the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Battle of Arena Toshin, Toshinden. Uh, ESPN Extreme Games. Uh, Key Leak? The DNA Imperative. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Power Serve 3D Tennis. The Raiden Project. Rayman. Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Street Fighter the Movie. And, tur- and tur- Total Eclipse Turbo. Like, launch lineups historically weak. Yeah. And, like, I mean, <laughs> that actually makes me think that maybe a big game won't launch the PS5. Like, I, I use Horizon as an example, but I still, I'm not convinced that Horizon is coming this fall. I'm convinced. Because I, th- for me, that's a game that you want to launch when it's ready. And I feel like it, I mean, maybe it's already ready. That's my, but, I agree with that, yeah. where I, I don't think they're going to force it. They're not going to yeah, it's not one of those things where I don't, get it out. I don't think they want to tell Gorilla, like, this game has to be ready by this date. Well, hold on. We're in this conversation. I'm bringing it in. Feel the Surge wrote in. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can to be part of PS I Love You XOXO and get the show ad free and the exclusive post show. And says, <gasps> You are in charge of choosing launch titles for the PlayStation 5. What is your dream lineup? New IPs, remaster sequels, you name it. So we're kind of already there. Yeah. Would you put, if it, w- what would you put Horizon 2 out day and date with PlayStation 5? As a dream or as like strategically mean, if I really well, I mean, as a dream of course yeah, yes a, and you dream, hope you, every, everything comes out PlayStation 5 comes with Horizon and then you open it and there's a thousand dollar bill in there too now of yeah. course like w- would you w- 
Would you not launch with PlayStation 5 or uh, Horizon if it was ready? I mean, if it's ready, then yes. If it's not ready, I'm not going to force. I'm not going to force any of our big first parties to uh, like launch launch something of that level with the PS5 if it's if it's not ready. And I don't. I'm not convinced that Horizon Zero Dawn two is going to be ready. Um, I don't think Spider Man two is going to be ready. Spider Man two not ready. God of War is uh, not. Gonna God be of War ready. two not ready. Of course, because you know? Corey can't even stay in the office. I'm. I'm, I think Horizon's way further than we think it is. And mm-hmm. I think that they've been reading for this moment. And I think PlayStation wants to have a killer app. Because that's the big... You figure we, we're in a very interesting spot where... And this is where I, why I don't host an Xbox show. Is Halo Infinite confirmed as a, day, a launch title? Yes. So, I mean, like, right there, for the first time in a while, I think... Well, Xbox is launching with a Halo. With a we, big game. And we have that... You have a, a system now that is giving you a reason to own it day one. And I think PlayStation needs that answer. And I don't think Godfall is going to be it. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, that, and that looked cool. And you, yeah. I saw you you retweeted the video. And you're like, this has my interest. Well, no, whatever. that's Babylon's fall. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, right, right. right. Hmm. What if it's a big game we're not thinking about, though? Like, I'm trying to think of, of, of what else they have in there. PlayStation exclusive? Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be, I mean, like, and like, not to mention that you're working against the eight ball here of like, it's backwards compatible. So it's not like you can launch, you can't, you can't rest in your laurels and be like, cool, it's PlayStation 5 with Last of Us Part 2, PlayStation 5 Enhanced Edition, or mm-hmm. uh, Ghost of Tsushima is launching on both SKUs and you get this thing or the other, right? Like, they're already there. I still think they're going to, it's going to, it's going to be weird and they're going to do weird repackages of it where it's like, yeah. I think, it'll be like Game of the Year Edition, right? As soon as PlayStation 5, is out and we know what boxes look like and all that jazz, you bet your ass that they're going to start, oh yeah, PlayStation 5 di- it bundles for The Last of Us Part 2 that has the right whatever the PlayStation 5 banner is on the box. Yeah. I'm very aggressively doing this to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's me trying to get the brain to go where I want it to go. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, so I'm confused. I'm stupid. Godfall is the one that debuted at, at the Game Awards like we're a PlayStation 5 game. Yeah, for PS5. And then Babylon's, Babylon's Fall, Fall is the Platinum game that they announced at e- uh, a couple of E3s ago. Okay, and that's not PlayStation that's 5. N- that, no, that's not a PlayStation 5 game. Well, it might be. Might like, be. That's not announced for PS5. Gotcha, okay. It's confusing. Thank you. But yeah, Godfall is the one that mo- looks more... It's the multiplayer, like, Destiny, like... They, they call it a, a loot slasher. Okay. So it's going to be like a multiplayer destiny Destiny sort of game. game. Yeah. Which I think could be cool. Like, every time I see gameplay of it, like, it looks, aesthetically, it looks like a very basic launch title sort of game. But I feel like when you see that game in action and when you think about what it kind of can be with the the space it's trying to exist in, I think it could be pretty cool. Okay. But, yeah, I feel what you're saying as far as, like, a, a them having a big game to kind of compete with Halo Infinite. I just don't know. I don't know if they need it. Like, I feel like we're at a different. You don't think they need it? I feel like we're at a different place now as far as PlayStation versus Xbox, where I, th- I feel like if they have enough of, like, I mean, MLB The Show isn't going to launch with it. No. But if they have, maybe not NAC 3, maybe like an Astrobot platformer game along with, like, one or two other, like, maybe something from uh, Japan Studio or something from London Studio, like, games that we might not be thinking about. Yeah. That are kind of like, okay, here are, like, these... Blue Points thing? Yeah, Blue Points thing. Like, here are, like, some games that you might be anticipating or not be anticipating but the games that we're announcing that you didn't realize that you're anticipating you know something that doesn't necessarily have to be on the level of last of us or or i guess ghosts or um horizon that might be like the a tier under right like something that is like a concrete genie or something like that that 
Capolison. I go back to what you said though when we were talking about uh, Rezogun not being a system seller, right? Yeah. Like, do you, I I think this is it legitimately what we're talking about when you say like, is it going to be PlayStation's hubris that gets them this next generation? Mm-hmm. And if they're going to sit there and be like, we're launching the PlayStation Five and we don't need a Halo killer. Yeah. You're, it's PlayStation. You'll totally do. It'll be like every. I think you would see. For the for the majority of people who are going to buy consoles at launch, I think you know who have to make a decision, who don't have the disposable income just to get both. Mm-hmm. I think you'd see them go, "Oh, well, I'm going to get the Xbox because Halo I want to play Halo right away. I'll get the PlayStation when the time comes." But and then the conversation becomes, "Hey, oh my God, I mean, sure, there'll be nerds like us on this show being like, oh, man, it loads my game so much faster. This is great.' But yeah. but there's going to be a million other people who are like, "Holy fuck, are you playing Halo? This is so great, and this yeah. and the other." I, but, uh, not to mention, I didn't realize what a great. Ser- I I've heard about Xbox Game Pass. I haven't used it. This is a great service. Yeah. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing Halo single player over here with X Cloud right now. Da 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 da. Like that. All placed to fucking fail mm. in this next go round. All PlayStation has to do is leave the door open a crack. If they if they give any mercy, if they give up any ground in this first battle, that would I think is enough to not lose the war, but sway enough where people are like, oh man, if. People wake up to the fact that Xbox is doing a lot of cool shit uh-huh. and be like, oh man, Xbox is actually doing some cool shit. Yeah. Like, that's a huge problem for PlayStation. But I also think that PlayStation can announce enough bombs for the upcoming year that it still keeps people in. Like, I think Horizon, they could easily announce it for spring 2021, right? Along with maybe like, what year is it? 2021. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? I'm like, when would Spider Man tr- be ready? Like, you know, announce Spider Man 2 for end of 2021. Can I throw something with- interesting I was thinking about on here? Yeah. And this doesn't work, I guess. Well, I guess it does. What, how, what would the reaction be, you think, if, for as hard as they've pushed on the, hey, um, Spider-Man does this whole thing and it loads, you know, uh, th- there's no loading, there's none of this crap, yada, yada, yada. Thank you very much. I ran out of water and I was like, I'm going to switch over to a beer. Oh, man. Um, what if you know, Sp- they keep showing off Spider-Man in these Wired articles and talking about how it doesn't load? Mm-hmm. A PlayStation 5 version of Spider-Man that was Game of the Year with all the DLC, but then another episode in there. What if they were? Oh. What if they had Insomniac working on a piece of DLC that would be exclusive to a PlayStation 5 Game oh. of the Year edition? I could see it. Because that, that would be a thing of like, oh, fuck. Like, well, I got to go back and do this and yeah. see what Spider-Man... But I think you'd also really run the risk of pissing off every PlayStation 4 player. Yeah. Like, right right now, we're at a place where... They still keep you backwards compatible when you still just get the loading and all the benefits. The fu- Like, the future right now feels empty, right? And, like, I... F- I feel like when we're when we think about no, you the, there. the future feels empty. The, the future. <laughs> Why feels, do we live? <laughs> well, like the future of PlayStation, the future of the next gen, right? Doesn't that everything isn't laid out for us yet? Where I feel like by the time we get the PS5 launch event or the Xbox launch event, and we have more of a future to look forward to, then the story starts to create itself. You know, where like you know, Halo Infinite will be launched Xbox One. We do have Hellblade to look forward to in the future. We do have. Um, Everwild, the rare game. I think it's called Everwild. Everwild whatever the, the initiative future. is up to. Yeah, whatever the initiative is up to, right? Like, those stuff, on Xbox side, that stuff is starting to plan itself in a way where right now we know nothing for PlayStation. But if, it, we, if we do come to launch, right, and at the, at the event, PS5 announces, uh, like I was saying, right, uh, Horizon for next year, uh, Spider-Man 2 for next year delayed <laughs> to the year after, God of War without a date, and they start putting those things in play and show us dope trailers and they do like they, they announce their launch titles to be, 
you know, all right, but they, they have some gems in there. You, that we saw you cross-gen not, stuff, right? Yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. cross-gen stuff, but even, like, maybe some, like, exclusive stuff that... Some, I'm sure there'll be exclusive indies. Yeah, exclusive indies and then exclusive... Like, whatever the Knack 3 replacement is, or maybe even Knack 3, you know, have those bits in there. <laughs> I swear to God, off. let Knack 3 go. <laughs> Knack 3 is going to happen. But uh, I, I feel like if they lay the land enough, then Halo Infinite being an Xbox launch game doesn't become as big of an issue because at this point like over the course of the ps4 generation and maybe this is me also adopting the P- the playstation hubris that happens every other generation <laughs> but i feel like if they lay that land enough at a certain point we're all like okay yeah like as a playstation fan like you know i know i'm getting this 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 and this and the trailers that we've been shown look dope enough that i i'm down to stick with this for the generation at least for the beginning of the generation okay okay have it your way um, I got other questions in here, but I got, we got a lot of show already. Yeah, I'm going to roll on to PlayStation's greatest hits. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, it's 2020, which means we kind of rounded off a perfect 10 years there. So we're running through the past 10 years and picking out over 10 episodes, the best games of each decade to decide what the greatest hits of the PlayStation's decade have been. Uh, so far, here's how it shakes down. 2010, Heavy Rain was picked by Blessing. I picked Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Uh, 2011, I picked... Uncharted 3. Blessing picked Portal 2. Um, on 20, In 2012, we both agreed. Come on, man. Persona 4 Gold. Yeah, of course. So now we've come to 2013. The launch of the PlayStation 4. Timely for the discussion we just had. Yeah. You know what I mean? A magical year. I don't know. You ready to hear the comp- competitors? Yes. Of course. It goes like this. Grand Theft Auto 5. Tomb Raider. Gone Home. Tearaway. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Killzone Shadowfall. Actually, you know what? That's on me. Sorry, everybody. That's on me. I take that one. Gone, did, Gone Home was not out yet. On what's wrong? Gone Home wasn't. Uh, oh, on PlayStation. Yeah, Gone Home gotcha. was on PlayStation. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a good me. point. I Sorry, didn't think about that. I see it. I think of it now. Is it? That's on me. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, uh, Nino Cooney, Killzone Mercenary, Guacamelee, Resogun, and The Last of Us. Also, I was, it was the second Tomb Raider right that had the exclusivity. On yeah. PS. Okay. Cool. Rise of the Tomb Raider was exclusive on Xbox. Tomb Raider 2013 came out on PS3 and Xbox 360. Whew. All right, cool. I didn't want to make two mistakes there. No, God, damn, Steve Gainer fucking me over. Um, uh, I think it's a simple choice, blessing. Yeah, the last I, I do too. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what you pick GTA? I picked GTA Five. Okay, and this is this is I I remember the game of the year arguments in 2013 and me being like. The Last of Us is an incredible game. I've never seen the arguments for it, right? Better mm-hmm. story than GTA V. Probably more... Um, oh, thank you, Barrett. Appreciate it. Um, the Last of Us is The Last of Us, right? Yeah. One of the greatest games ever made. I also think GTA V is one of the greatest games ever made. So it, be- it becomes a difficult thing for me to compare because... You're, yeah. you're comparing tens to tens? Yeah, exactly. You're comparing tens to tens and somewhat you're comparing apples to oranges. Two games that are innovative in, their, in both their individual ways. Mm-hmm. And... You know, if we're talking about if we're if we're doing like the Tim Getty's most iconic PlayStation games list, right? Like yeah. Last of Us deserves a spot on there, obviously, way more than GTA Five. But if we're talking about for me, Game of the Year 2013, I look at GTA Five and I'm just way more blown away by all the elements there. Even in 2013, in the state that the game was in, 2013, I was going to say, remember, online yeah. didn't launch well. Online didn't launch well. Yeah, but even the the single player there, like the, the single player is great. I that that world I I I still go back and I fly around and look down and look at the lights in the city of Los Santos and I'm like 
man, what a beautiful city, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that game, I feel like is so impressive on that level. Not to mention, I think the story is great. I think the characters are great. I think the the ways in which that game for its Grand Theft Auto mechanically, like GTA Four, I feel like had. I, GTA 4 I liked also, but GTA 4 I had issues with in terms of how it controlled, in terms of how the driving, I felt like the driving was really bad in GTA 4. Um, the world kind of felt uninteresting at times. Like, it's Liberty City, which is like a city city, right? Los Santos, I feel like, did a great job of creating this diverse world in uh, in the way that, you know, Los Santos truly does feel like in LA. It's its own parody of LA, and it's fully realized in all the different it ways. It has districts. Yeah, it has right? districts. There's, there's a, as weird as it sounds to say, there's a culture. And I, it's because they're obviously aping LA, but mm-hmm. it is that thing of like, I, I understand what you mean. Like Liberty City felt like, every block felt like the same block. Yeah. Like, yeah I, don't, I don't remember going around and being impressed. Whereas like when I drove to the beach for the first time as Franklin went into a dispensary and came out, you know what I mean? And got in the car and drove to the mountains or, you know, when Justin and I over at IGN did a thing where we wanted to just spend a, let's play walking across the map, right? And like, Going through the mountains and finding the railroads and doing these things and yeah. going out to like the flats where Trevor was, like and even like the way the pedestrians interact with you and the way like how and this is the thing that I I I, I played way more online than I have single player. So every time I jump back into single player after online, I, I still get blown away a little bit because they they stripped out a lot of the sing, a lot of like the detailed features from single player in online. So I go back into single player and I see things like blue markers on the map that'll show like you know a small little instance in the world that you can go interact with yeah right like stuff like that i thought gave the world such life um and yeah like gta gta 5 i i have to nudge it over last of us just and that's that and that's also like a personal thing of me, oh, me totally. being a gta fan guess what um, this is all uh subjective exactly <laughs> but uh last of us is also the last of us and yeah. so and that's the thing is you're yeah. wrong of course of course you, you know yeah. what i mean gta i mean like i think last of us Especially in 2013, right? Which I know is a cop-out answer because here we are, what, uh, seven years later, you're still playing GTA Online, right? Mm-hmm. And you've seen what that game is, how it's changed, on, changed online multiplayer forever, how it's changed business models and all these different things and engagement and yada, yada, yada. I'm not taking that away from it. Mm-hmm. Again, we are literally sitting here, I think, comparing masterpieces. Yeah. So that's going to happen. But for me, it is the fact that Last of Us... In every moment, I think, in every environment, in every character. Like, I, for the way, you know, I, there's always this weird thing, Bless. And you're from the outside and saw this happen, so you can tell me if I'm just completely wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was lucky enough at IGN, especially with Up at Noon, to get to ride this wave where we went past, the tipping point fell over, where I remember, I remember the first time I met Nolan North at an E3 and got a photo with him, and it was such a big deal. And Nolan, to me, Nolan, I don't think really got that. And I got to be part of, as with Up at Noon, not that I'm saying I made it happen by any show, but mm-hmm. as the world and all of us really w- got to the point where, man, our celebrities in many ways are these voice actors, these actors, right? Yeah. I feel Last of Us does such a great job, and GTA, honestly, for that matter, but such a great job of being that stamp, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's, you know, with Last of Us being that stamp of this is art. This is acting. It isn't. It is no longer voice acting, right? It isn't in a booth just screaming. It is them in the ping pong ball suits doing this. But like when you see the videos, right? They get shared still to this day of Troy and uh, you know uh, the uh, her name escapes me. The woman who was playing uh, the daughter 
uh, not Ellie, but the girl uh, oh. who was playing yeah, Joel's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And him holding her and sobbing and doing this and emoting. Like, when I, it's, I feel like as that all started to happen, the conversation of our video games are died because we had an answer. Yes. Like, you look at this and you can't deny that these people are out there killing it, mm-hmm. let alone that the environment artist, the gameplay person, the technical achievements, all these, that's all part of the art and it's all starting to happen. And, you know, for everything La- Uncharted did, Last was drove home so dramatically to give you to give all of us a, a game and an experience in a world that was bleak but uh, nuanced uh, characters that were gray instead of black and white. Mm-hmm. Like I always talk about it, that ending of getting there and waiting for the choice and not getting a choice yeah. and having to finish it and be like, oh my god! Like I've been spoiled, if not ruined to an extent by games that give you the cop out of like well you're the player and you're in this world so what do you want to do whereas this is like no no i'm neil Druckmann and we're bruce straley and like we're telling you a story this is the story like you don't get to there's no ending you want this is what we're gonna make you do and me be having that realization of like holy fuck this is how it is and then from there something that again i think we take so for granted these days the discourse that came around that yeah, where I was like, I'm the bad guy. You're not the bad guy. Oh, you know, this, that, and the others. You know, I mean, the arguments and the conversations at bars you'd have about this, let alone a podcast of like, this is so special and different and awesome. And yeah. another one that really, I think, it sounds so silly now, but cemented Naughty Dog is Naughty Dog. That's that's my thing. Is that I I always I liked Uncharted fine. Mm-hmm. Uncharted one through three, like Uncharted one, I didn't really like, but Uncharted two, you know, that was the, that was the one that started pulling me in. But I never really had Naughty Dog at, like, that top-tier level until I played Last of Us, and I was like, oh, they're a top-tier developer. Yeah. Like, this game is, for all the reasons you just mentioned, right, this game is a masterpiece. You know, I, I, I recently watched the retro replay of... All of them playing through. Yeah, all of them playing the, the first part. And so it was... Um, it was Nolan North, Troy Baker, and Hannah Hayes, who's, who played... Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who played Sarah. And, like... Watching them go go through it again and you know recap like oh yeah when you did this you know we had we ha- we had like boxes cars and you know uh, um, Neil Druckmann had us go through that that last scene over and over again and by the time by the time we finished it, it like wrecked us because yeah. it's such an emotional intense scene yeah and you know you came to the OK Beast uh, panel we did at PAX West where we talked about the top ten best video game openings right like the best like intros to video games and last of us i think easily took number one because it's so it's so resonant and well done and it is a game that is at a time where there was a bunch of games that were black and brown and drab and uh like dark and gritty last of us came out as one of those but one of those with an actual heart and an actual like relatable story not relatable in the sense that it's like <laughs> it's post-apocalypse and there's zombies but relatable in the sense that like you you feel what these characters are going through you understand their their struggles you understand their relationship you understand why joel is rejecting ellie the way he is and you understand yeah. why ellie is frustrated with joel the way she is and you understand and you get to go with them through this journey that lasts about 14 14 hours i'll say and like it's one of it's, it's one of those experiences where i feel like they use the medium perfectly because when you look at when you look at uh, movies, right, the last two hours, you have two hours with these characters to to get to know them, get to understand their situation, and get to see it resolved. Right. With 
you know, TV, you have 10 episodes, which, you know, can be more than the length of The Last of Us or, short, or shorter, whatever it may be, right? But with The Last of Us, I feel like you really get to, like, you not only get to, like, be with these characters for a while, but you also get to, like, fight as them. And, and it's and you're, you're driving towards my point, yeah. right, compared to GTA, especially in particular for this argument, is the fact that none of the stuff, you're not with them for wasted moments. And yes. not only you're not, and that doesn't mean you're only there for action. It doesn't mean you're only there for the biggest parts. You're there for the conversation of Ellie looking at a, this werewolf poster and be like, "What is this about?" And he's like, "Oh, it's this movie." Like these little things that build on themselves, right? Whereas with GTA Five, there is it's GTA, which you know obviously is a proven success and great, and I can't yeah. wait for the next one. But it is like cool. I'm driving to the next giant story mission. I know mm-hmm. what I'm going to get, and I know that in between those two moments. Well, I may ran, run into a random crime. I may start some shit, whatever. I'm not getting a major plot beat. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I know that there can be wasted time here. I can waste the time. I can do these things. So it's like you can get off track yourself, which then brings down the narrative, right? Like what I love about Last of Us is the unflinching story and the way they put you on that and the way they drive you through it. Yeah, yeah. And it's such like a it's a greatly made world like when you're when you're in it and you are you know taking down enemies or taking yep. down other scavengers or even if you are taking down the clicker everything is so and i hate to use the word visceral but i'm going to use it right everything is like so visceral and up close yeah. and like rough and it paints that world perfectly through the gameplay not yeah. to mention that i think the gameplay is great like i feel like last of us's gameplay is actually underrated thank like, you people, people don't give so much shit to it I'm yeah like, people are like oh i don't like playing a movie and i'm like yo the gameplay is Great. And this is coming from somebody who I usually don't really like the Uncharted gameplay. Like, I yeah. didn't like Uncharted gameplay until Uncharted 4. Last was his gameplay, like, the stealth mixed with how great the meleeing is, mixed with how great the um, crafting is, and, and yeah. how great that made the multiplayer. Like, Last of Us, I feel like from every single front, does an excellent job of coming together and making something that actually... Like, actually works and works super well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Last of Us, I think, is definitely... I mean... Between GTA Five and Last of Us, like you talked to me, those are the two, two two of the greatest games ever made, and so yeah. I think either way it can go. But yeah, I'm with you. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. But you're still voting GTA Five. I'm still going GTA Five. Fine, have it your way. So again, 2010, Heavy Rain and Peace Walker. 2011, Uncharted Three and Portal Two. 2012, unanimously Persona Four Golden. And then I I thought it was a slam dunk for Last of Us, but 2013, The Last of Us and GTA Five. I remember being. I remember being flabbergasted in 2013 when it went when IGN gave Game of the Year to Last of Us over GTA V. Being years removed now, I'm like, totally get it. You yeah. probably made the right choice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember in the moment being like, but y'all, the open world in GTA V, you can play tennis and golf and fly. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever Go you want. Do, do, just do drugs. And this world is beautiful. Now, this is an interesting one. We, we of course, did the Fantasy Critic League. Yes. We started that up, uh, what, two episodes ago? Geo, uh, Callie, Dornbush, all of us here. And I went in and I checked in and I did the quick scroll on, of course, you can follow along, kindoffunny.com slash PS League. Kevin, if you can bring it up. Um, there's a hyperlink in there. Uh, clicked on it and I was like, yep, as I thought, nobody scored points. But then I noticed something here. Uh, if you want to throw this up, Kevin, you look at the top here, of course. Yeah, nobody scored points yet. None of the games we did have been reviewed. But then I saw... Wait a second. Blessing's down $2 in his budget. Wait a second. Jonathan Dornbush is also down $2. Exactly. Wait, what's happening here? Please scroll down, uh, Kevin, if you can get to Blessing, who is uh, Rap Star Games. It turns out this sneaky little bitch. No, uh-huh. you were there. You were there. You were there. You were perfect. You were perfect. This sneaky little bitch went in there and got 
two games for a dollar. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, when you go in, and it was, now that we've made our picks, you can then go in and draft, or you can go in and what, uh, what, uh, recruit? What do you, yeah. you pay for these games, and there's supposed to be a bidding war, like, so you set your highest dollar amount for somebody, then you can get it. Uh, Blessing, of course, unannounced, unabated, went in there and got Fall Guys, mm-hmm. Ultimate Knockout, and yes, Call sir. of Duty 2020, each for one dollar. You gotta make those easy if bids. The, if the rules weren't clear to you, of course, we're building rosters of 13 games total. We all did six in the draft, along with then the counterpick thing. Six. So then you had the chance to go fill out your other uh, seven in there. And uh, it turns out Blessing is just working undercover here, going for Call of Duty and Fall Guys. Listen, it's everybody else's fault for not bidding $1 on Call of Duty, because that's a for sure, like, at least, what, 80, 80 something? Listen, Bear, I. I it's for me, for open so now, critic, for open critic. Listen, I'm not saying it's gonna be a bad game, but I gotta go for like the for sure grabs. And Call of Duty is gonna do good. Fall Guys looks like it's gonna be great. That's the multiplayer goofy one, right? Yeah, it's like the battle royale game. Yeah, but like I played that at uh, E3. Really, really dug it. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. Really it's more the que- it. it's more the thing that I've been burned out before. Of course, is that there there are some weird indies. Is that really coming out this year? Am I really going to go use my points on that? I don't know about that. Here's the thing, though. Kevin, again, show it again, please. And then scroll back to the top, because as you pointed out, Dornbush down to That's one I didn't know. Now scroll on down to Dornbush. He's at the very bottom, betwixt and between gaming. It's some nerdy thing. Don't worry about it. No, you were there. You were there. Very, very bottom. There you go. So look at So Ghost of Tsushima 1, Watch Dogs Legions 2, Batman 3, Spelunky 4, Assassin's Creed 5, Psychonauts 2, 6, then Little Nightmares 2 and Maneater. What is Maneater? A lot of shenanigans going on here. Totally legal. Totally legal. It's the name, it's the Just name of saying, the game. I'm not paying attention and people are bo- p- p- picking up games. What are you looking he at? He bid a Why dollar on a shark game? I said not illegal. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he bid on that, that, that shark game. Why? What's he's he he's, he's making interesting bets where he thinks that shark game is going to be great. Does apparently. he know something we don't know? I don't know. He's seen the trailer. And apparently. also, is that coming to play- PlayStation? That's a great question right there. I, I would think so, but if you if we can get them on a technicality, I'd love it. Oh yeah, because we would have to tally that up at the end and just minus the points. From no, them. no, I'll I'll banish it from the thing, and you know, I can do whatever yep, I want. It's coming to PlayStation, Nordic Games, forty dollars. Oh, it's from Deep Silver. I like I like it. I like that there's crazy things going on out here. You understand? That's a wild pick. That's reckless. I no, it doesn't it. suck that I'm not doing it, Kevin because I'm playing it. I don't. Here's my thing: is now granted they're picking up shitty games for a dollar. I'm worried Call that when, of Duty. <laughs> when we get to a point I don't know about Man Eater. where it's going to be, hey, X game just got announced, right? I don't even know. If some big game gets announced, and I got to make sure I can throw my wad of cash around. I don't want to be down $2 because I sucked up a bunch of garbage. Like How Call do you of feel Duty. about getting Call of Duty robbed for a dollar? I feel fucked up about it. All right? it was, it was, uh, <laughs> that was a stupid thing, I admit. There are a lot of games still floating out there that you could grab for a dollar that nobody else might be thinking about. <sighs> You know what I mean? He doesn't have the brain power. No, I got the brain power, Kevin. Uh, I remember another one of these games that you guys played that lo- y'all lost $100 to. What was that? The movie. Oh, well, that this is way easier. Somebody else tried to do that, too, where they're like, oh, man, I'm glad to see they're bringing back this thing. I noticed they couldn't do the fantasy movie draft. I'm like, the movie thing, every I week I had to it. pick new movies. I nailed it. What do you it's mean? a lot of work. I, I, watch I, movie. I you, nailed it. You I did won win by money. like a mile. I forget. Did we all pay you 100 bucks each? Yeah. Yeah, it was, good it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was really yeah. good. Good job. Proud of you. Yeah. Uh, time for PSN Profile of the Week. This is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames giving me your PSN profile. <laughs> I click on it. We look through it. 
We decide if you're good or bad or the other. Today, Austin B. writes in, Austin B.'s favorite PlayStation game of all time, Persona 4 Golden. Hey. The cast legit feels like friends and the end made me cry. There you go. Uh, I uh, this is one I totally forgot about this segment. I was looking through for questions, and Austin B's caught my eye because it just says "roast me, senpai." <laughs> so there you go. And I'll tell you what, Austin B, uh, whose PSN profile is a brack zero eight a b r a c k zero eight. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, you got twenty five right now. Your PSN trophy level is twenty five. You have a grand total of five thousand six hundred seventy nine trophies. Thirty four platinum. That's a good number. Right it's now, looks more like than I got. Coward, Merc City sixty four. Dude, one hundred twenty three trophies in DC Universe Online. Like, come on. I just don't care. <laughs> <sighs> I don't. What are you laughing at, Kevin? You're playing. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, most recently, it looks like Austin here has been playing uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Thirty one percent of the trophies there. Outer Wilds before that. Kingdom Hearts three before that. Witcher Wild Hunt before that. Kingdom oh, wow. Hearts two before that. Gone Home before that. However, two trophies in Gone Home. Which is terrible. Gone Home is an hour-long game. He completed the game, and he completed the game in less than one minute with no modifi- modifiers. So, wait a second. Did he? <laughs> you played the game twice, and you've done nothing else. Just go get the 100% on it. It's super simple. You already got the hardest one. Getting it done in less than a minute, you have to do a very precise route. You say he, he played the game twice, but did he just do the speed run on the no, first time? No, because the trophies popped at different times. He completed oh, a, he you're com- right. December eighth at eleven twelve. Right. He, he at PM he completed gone home. Yeah, and then at eleven thirty three he, he went actually, back right after and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do the speed run." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, before that, J- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Death Stranding. Now these aren't platinums. Batman Arkham City. A lot of things in there halfway. Control got the platinum. Nice. Spider Man got the platinum. Nice. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve. No, I'm sorry. Final Fantasy seven. I'm bad at math. I'm bad at the <laughs> Roman numerals. Uh, I'm bad at the Roman numerals. I feel you. Uh, got the platinum and then. Look at the look at this over here. Persona Five got the platinum. Nice. That's one that I refuse to get because that game lasts forever. Persona Five Dancing in Starlight got the platinum. Oh no, actually, there's no platinum on that one. No, he got. Oh, no, he no, got it. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's throwing me off there. Um, and then Persona Three Dancing in Moonlight got the platinum. So that's a, that's a good run right there. I'm proud of you over the, on those. Let's see what's going on here now. Let's see your other platinum. You got 34. You got any garbage in here? Yeah, the Batman. Telltale Batmans. I don't yeah. count that. They're both Spyros. All right, Spyro the Dragon and Spyro Twos. Gravity Rush Two. Life is Strange. Life is Strange before the Storm. Oh, Pyre. That's a platinum I don't see often. Pyre, Pyre. from Supergiant. Hmm. Good. Gravity Rush Two. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you're missing a lot of easy garbage ones. Heavy Rain, your first platinum. May twenty fifth, twenty ten. That's respectable. Madden Eleven. And he's October. played some Yu Gi Oh Legacy of the Duelist. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go ahead and say, Austin, you have great. Great taste. Damn, son. And you have great taste. Wow. Well, there you have it. Blessing says you have a great taste. There's no reason to roast you. You did a great job. Dang. And he played a lot of Disc Jam. Did you ever play Disc Jam? No, I don't know what that is. It came out on PS Plus. It's basically like um, Windjammers, but it's 3D. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been PSI Love UXOXO Episode 5. Don't worry. If you're a Patreon supporter over on patreon.com slash games, the show isn't ending. We have a post show to do where we'll drink more and talk to you more. But if you aren't, no big deal. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can get the show over on patreon.com slash games, ad-free. You can get it with a post show. You can get your questions answered as well. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, you can go to youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, or podcast services around the globe each and every Tuesday. 
Get the show there. Have a great time. Remember, be part of it. Write in. We love talking to you. Uh, we have to do the subreddit threads for our different things. I'm doing DC Universe Online. He's doing some dork stuff. I don't know about it. GTA Online Heist. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, that's all the big housekeeping. I'm on WWE Tuesday. That's weird. That'll be fun and weird. What a random thing. Why not? I'm good on the microphone occasionally. Uh, remember, uh, Media Molecule coming over to stream dreams with us. Twitch.tv slash games and YouTube.com slash games later. Uh, Friday. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Remember yeah. to like the show, subscribe to the channels. If you're uh, help us out on the iTunes and the whatnots by giving us the five stars and the things like that. If you want to give us less than that, don't do it. Don't even bother. Go find Kevin and give him two stars. Follow me on Twitter at Blessing Junior. Do that too. Yeah. Okay. Are you ever gonna change your PSN name? Because that was the thing we were starting. No, I am. I just haven't yeah. figured it out. Uh-huh. Nobody's gotten me anything good yet. Wow, damn! He's fucking cutting deep on that. I'm one. just saying. Right. Just send me better names. Uh, we're gonna answer a question of why do people think Uncharted Four is a good game in the post show? But until next time. No, it's been our pleasure to serve you.